Hey everyone, this is Matt from WDW Happy Hour. I am bringing you this introduction at the top of the podcast. We recorded this episode earlier in the week because all of us were super busy in this Labor Day weekend, so we had to record it in advance. Um, I did mention that if any big news pops up between uh, us recording the podcast and it being released on Sunday that I'd say it, and of course some big news items popped up, so I just wanted to mention it. Um, one sort of big, one really big, I'd say. The first one is that um, Disney announced a big change coming to the Artist Point restaurant that you could find at the Wilderness Wilderness <laughs> Wilderness <laughs> Wilderness the Wilderness Lodge Resort in Walt Disney World. Um, they're calling it Storybook Dining, and it's going to feature the characters from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, at least Snow White, Dopey, Grumpy, and the Evil Queen. Oh yes. I don't know if anyone else will be there, but I want to eat with the Evil Queen. Sounds sounds like you might have sounds a chance. Sounds evil. <laughs> and that'll be coming this winter. And the second one, this is huge news. Um, Disney released some more information about Galaxy's Edge, specifically over in Disneyland. There is going to be a bar called Oga's Cantina, and Disneyland will be serving alcohol for the first time ever in Disneyland Park besides Club 33. That's crazy. It is crazy. I wonder if you'll be able to walk around with it. I mean, I'm assuming... I don't know. I have no like, idea. Like, is it all going to be sit down, or do you think you can carry it around? I have Could no idea. Can you imagine walking on Main Street with an alcoholic bev? I can't. I can't. I, I don't, can't I feel either. like they're... I feel like they would put it... They're put a kibosh on that. sentinels at the edge of the galaxy. And <laughs> there... Yeah. There's also a third thing that we would be remiss if we didn't uh, talk about, and that is a huge project that was just released from our very own Catherine Walsh, and I'm going to kick it over to her to tell you a little bit more about it. I'm so dumb. I was like, what's the third news item? And that's literally the reason we're recording this. Hey, everyone. I wrote a book. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um. Last year, I wrote a book. It's very much in the same vein as our podcast. It is called Adulting in Disney. You can find it on Amazon. You can get a paperback or you can get a Kindle version. Um, It's about being an adult in Disney World. It's about eating, drinking, where to stay. I rate all the hotels on their adult friendliness. Um, I talk about all the bar crawls that we've talked about on our podcast, but not like everything. So you still should buy it because, of course, there's things that you would get out of it. Um, I also have some tips and tricks, some money saving, um, you know, tips that we use when we go down all the time. And it's really freaking exciting. I'm uh, thank you to everyone who has been listening, who has already said that they've bought it. I I truly appreciate it. I I can't believe this is real life. And um, Catherine's not going to toot her own horn about how good the book is, but it's it's really good. I have read it, and obviously I'm a little bit biased. That's on the payroll. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's excellent, and I think that if you're a fan of the podcast, then you'll really like this book. And we may be doing some giveaways um, of some signed copies in the near future. Yes, that is uh, definitely something that will be happening so please keep listening this is a long episode that i think you'll find that it's pretty fun we get pretty heated about our favorite disney drinks so yeah and and about the book before i go so on amazon you can just search adulting in disney by katherine walsh that's katherine with a k and um you can read uh, an excerpt at the beginning of the book before you uh decide to maybe buy it and i think you should 
Um, our cat is totally hijacking the intro of this podcast right now, so we're gonna uh, kick it to the main uh, <laughs> the main episode. I hope you enjoy it, and again, thank you so much, everyone, and uh, cheers. Cue the music. Welcome to WDW Happy Hour. I am Catherine. Um, I'm joined at this table by my fellow podcast members. I've got Scott. Hello. Holly. Hello. Matt. Hello. Rob. Greetings. You went north, south, east, west. I did. I decided I always put Rob and Holly together, so I figured I'd, I'd keep you guys on your toes and flip flip it. Well, flip actually, me. no, you went north, south, west, east. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> But that's not really the direction we're in. Rob's West. Anyway, um, so we're here. It's episode number 65. I can tell this is going to be an interesting episode. <laughs> I just tell you by the dynamic of the people sitting around this table tonight. We are recording this on a Wednesday evening. Um, we typically... I think Matt's still trying to figure out Rob the direction. Rob is true north. No, he's not. No, that's he's west. That's Wally's south. north, that's south. Yes. Yeah. All right. After this podcast is over, someone grab me a compass and we'll settle this the old fashioned Never eat shredded wheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but guess. that's a... Okay, let's... Uh, or you could just trust the people who have lived in the city for a very long time and know basic directions. Pretty darn close. Yeah. Okay. Are, do you concede yes. defeat? Okay. Um, so... It's definitely going to be an interesting show tonight. Uh, if you have caught the number, it's the 64th episode. Or five. Fifth. Or fifth. But we've gone through 64 episodes, which means we have enough drinks on our topping it off list to do the ultimate bracket of drinks. So that's what we're doing tonight. Um, and as I said before, this is a Wednesday before the Sunday we usually record. So please forgive us if there is any breaking news that we do not cover, but it is Labor Day this weekend, and we'll be drinking heavily on Sunday. Okay? Heck yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to start with topping it off. Rob, you're going to be our topping it off today. What you got? All right. talk a Disney drink. Yeah. So we've been to the West Coast the like last three drinks, and I'm going to stay out there. So <laughs> I'm going to uh, um, Carthay Circle. Okay. And this is the Derby. So, three ingredients. Bullet bourbon, fresh grapefruit juice, and honey. That's it. Is this it. what you got the last time you were This here? is... I got this on our most recent trip. I, you let me try it. It was good. I it's incredible. It was I not th- as good like as three, strength, but it was good. Three ingredients. You got the pear martini. Oh, the pear martini. So good. Three, three ingredients just mixed perfectly. Um, just really good. I've I had like it before. It was pretty pretty good. Yeah. I like bourbon. Uh, you have to like grapefruit juice, but the honey cuts down on that, like, sour. Really sour. Yeah. It's an interesting See, combination the, of yeah. items. I'm the opposite, because I don't, I don't like honey that much, but I do like grapefruit flavoring, and I thought that, like, I, I felt like together... The honey wasn't too over... Like, nothing's too overpowering of flavors. Like it, like you said, it's a good melding of all the flavors. You hear it, the big trend is to say it's well-balanced. But this this was like... A, I think the bar... I, I, I commented at the time to Catherine. I said, I think these bartenders really know what they're doing because this thing was on... Like, you tasted the alcohol, but it wasn't like, oh, like, you know, with some... 
um, straight, like, hard liquors, and it was just really good. So, $13. That's a little uh, expensive, but... Yeah. I feel like we always have really superior service and, like, items to eat and drink at Carthay Circle. Like, I've never really been disappointed there. No, the service is always awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll cheers Cheers. to that. All right. So, Rob, are we kicking it back to you with the news? <laughs> back to me. Back yeah. to Rob. I'll, t- I'll toss it to myself. Okay. So, first thing is Disney announced details of, we'll say it at, at Disneyland, uh, the Tropical Hideaway. So, for those that don't remember or it's not too recent, um, Tropical Hideaway is the new restaurant slash lounge slash hangout location. I don't want to say bar because they're not going to serve alcohol, but it's going where... Aladdin's Oasis is in Adventureland in Disneyland Park. So they announced the menu. Um, it sounds pretty good. Some bow on there, right? Yeah. So that's the big thing. Uh, unique bow buns come in three different types: spiced vegetable, kafir, K A F F I R. Anybody know what that kafir? I would lime. assume that is kafir. I would, kafir. I would agree with that. <laughs> kafir lime chicken bow. And bul- bulgogi. Bulgogi. That's beef Korean. Bath. Yeah, that's Korean beef. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, also, <laughs> it says a delicious chilled ramen salad and tropical inspired snacks. Mm-hmm. And then, for the, so they have also something we're familiar with is the sweet pineapple lumpia. 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 Which has but, since been removed. No, it's back. It's back. Yes, mm-hmm. I just saw breaking news. It's back on the menu. <laughs> oh, good. So this is so those familiar with Animal Walt Disney Pan- World yeah. and Pandora. This was the snack at Pongu Pongu. Yes. Um, oh. The the pineapple okay. cheese, cheese cream cheese roll. cream cheese yeah. rolls. So they're going to be serving them at this this spot. So. Do we have an opening date for this? Because it looked like when we were out in Disneyland, it um, looked like the facade was nearly complete. The, the, this was the Disney Parks blog post of this uh, article this week. And at the end, it just says, more surprises await you at the Tropical Hideaway opening later this year. Hmm. Later, eh? Okay. Yeah. So. Much. I think this will be a cool yeah, me little too. option. I mean, yeah. it would obviously be nice if you could get a beer, an adult beverage. Yeah. But it's still a nice little place to. I mean, it's better than Aladdin's like, Oasis. Right. That was yes. nothing. Right. Yep. And Bengal barbecue is always really uh, crowded, so um, this will be that'll maybe dissipate some of the adventure. And I feel traffic. like there's not those places where you could just like go and relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like you could just grab a table and sit there. Yeah. Especially in that area, I feel like Adventureland is so congested there. Agreed. Like from Tarzan's Treehouse to the Tiki Room is always just like a mass of people. All right. So we had mentioned on the last episode that Block and Hans, the uh, kiosk at the American Adventure in Epcot, was behind the famous uh, walled-off... Pixie dust walls. Pixie dust walls. (laughs) So this week uh, it reopened just in time for food and wine. And as we had told you, uh, they are now serving draft beer. So it says there's a combination of cans and... Um, drafts and mm-hmm. it looks like from the picture that there's four different drafts. Yeah, actually, I'm reading the article. So um, <laughs> this just in, I'm so, reading. Yeah, so the the first one is Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. Uh, 
Dogfish Head 60 Minute IPA. I feel like that's like pretty prevalent. Like that's you think? Yeah, I, I, think think I don't know. Maybe because it's I think Delaware. It's because, yeah, I think it's because we live in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I feel like okay. I, you can get that everywhere. Like in Pennsylvania, where? Yeah, here. I'm yeah. sorry. That was a joke. Everywhere. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they have a Cider Boys Strawberry Magic Hard Cider. And then Full Sail Brewing Company Blood Orange Wheat Ale. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. Um, they look like they're all 820. F- no, not all of them. Uh, the cider's 950. Hmm. Everything else is 825. Then they have um, they have a coal style blonde. That must be the canned stuff. Okay. Um, and then a coconut coffee porter. Oh that's, shoot! That's yeah. Rob's gym. Yeah, right, right there. there. Yeah, so. Uh, that's from Man, Big I like Top Brewing. Killer, I like that killer whale they had there. So remember what, that? I do remember that. The I killer had whale cream ale, I think it was called. Yeah. The thing I can't gather from the menu is whether these are, like, replaceable. I, I can't tell if it's, like, the way it's... I bet they will be. It that looks was like they could, they could pull one out and put something new in. Yeah, that, right, that, like, that was what they did. Like, you would never go there and get the same beer selection. Correct. So, I feel like that's probably a little, like... Like and they they, they, um, thing. they themed it like it looks like colonial yeah. inside with like some decor and whatnot. Is they, it bigger than no? no the the structure the structure same. still looks. I mean, it's oh, still okay. the same. But, All right. Um, they got rid of like that display that yeah. they had in front, like the shelving. Unit. Yeah. Right. So that's back open. Well, cool. Awesome. Um, what else do we have? So there is a rumor, a pretty strong rumor, that. Spaceship Earth is going to get a, another overhaul. Oh, my Lord. Jeez. When was the last one? Uh, the last one. Thank you, Matt. And, hold on. Let me guess. 2000 and, uh, 2007. That is correct, Thank Captain. Thank you. That's when they took over Jeremy Irons' voice and moved it over to Dame Judi Dench. Yes. Any other questions? So help me God if they change it. <laughs> heads will roll. I'm telling you, the Jeremy Irons version was really good. Like they they know what they're doing yes. with that. So it what other prominent in... <laughs> prominent British voice Helen Mirren Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, Cumberbatch would be a good one. I'd, I'd actually be into that. Um, it opened in '82 when the park opened. They did massive overhauls in '86, '94, and '07. Yes. So this is yeah. I mean, uh, you figure they won't start years. at least till next year. So twelve years. Yeah. Um, there was thirteen years in between. Gilbert Gottfried, uh, Spaceship Earth under new management. <laughs> so what they're saying is they're gonna you're gonna see a refresh of the scenes leading up to the industrial res, re, revolution, which they're terming where the newspaper boy is. Yes. Uh, oh, cool. Read can all about the, it. Can Extract. the freaking newspaper boy actually face <laughs> us? Um, I don't know. <laughs> that bothers me so. So that much. means Foxy Brown is. Oh no, no she, then, she'll be there. Then, she'll be there. But it says changes on a grand scale coming to everything after that. Oh, so just little things up to that. Before. Oh, and, yeah, then. and then. Yeah. So does that mean Steve Jobs slash Wozniak won't be there anymore? I don't know. I think that's supposed to be Jeff. No, I think that's supposed to be. He's eating There's pizza. no way that's supposed to be Bill Gates. Yeah, it's got to be Jobs. Yeah. It's, it's not Wozniak. I've always looked for hints. That is like where like I look at the papers and I look at what's yeah. typing. And like, the mailbox. To, yeah, just to see if like you could just get Steve. any, any um, hint of that. And then they're saying that they want to change the scene at the end, at the top, uh, using new projection mapping. Oh, I'd be into that. That I like so that. I love. I that would like to see scene. that with. I, I can't get in it. Like, is that 
absolutely enormous? Yes. Or is it just the way it is? Okay. Yes. And, like, you can see, like, the grit. Like, you can see the structure of the geodesic yeah. sphere. Like, you can see, like, the indents. I love that. Like, yeah. I, while everyone else is looking at the earth, I'm, like, looking behind <laughs> me, like, oh, you can Architecture. See. Did you know that that, like, area... So, like, when you come out and spaceship Earth and, like, you're looking at the earth projection, there's, like, a little area down... Like, there's, like, a little walled-off area there, and that's where they keep all of the wigs for all of the animatronics. I would never have known that. Well, now you know. I'm reading a very... Who is it? Who is it? Wozniak. It's Wozniak. They said so the, you the would, giant, the, the hair, the giant glasses. You and I had this debate, and you were convinced it was Jobs. And I said there was debate whether it was Jobs or Wozniak. They said, he looks exactly like Wozniak and virtually nothing like Jobs. Yeah, and it's true. I'm seeing like side-by-side pictures of him and then the animatronic, and like it's... Yeah, it is pretty spot it's, on. Yeah. He looks like someone from Silicon Valley. <laughs> um, yeah, Guilt so... Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so we um, will look forward to that. I, th- I think that'll be good. Yeah, there's, it, this is a rumor, but it's a yeah. slow news cycle, so... So we're um, we're picking we're picking them here. Matt, are you having difficulty? The sun is like right in my eyes. <laughs> so put on your dang sunglasses. I can try Make yourself to get a out of the hot Sedilla. Mexican sun. <laughs> um, so something that we I don't think any of us have ever partaken in, but um, try me. Sammy Duval's um, water sports Scott are apparently water sports. are apparently going away. Yeah, that's a that's kind of crazy. That's yeah. been like a mainstay of Disney World for a very long time. Yeah, so never it, even heard of it. So this it's is kind of contemporary. It's yeah. like very parasail. The parasail tubing and water. The, some of the boat. I think. Can you charter a boat through them? Or is I don't Disney? think it, it. They're mentioning. Um, Sammy Duvall's also offers personal watercraft rentals, but those are still available departing from other area resorts. Mm. Okay. So this is, I think, specific to the contemporary location. You know, I've always um, looked into that. And you can get discounts if you're a, an annual pass holder. But it's still really, really expensive. Yeah. I know, like, they do DVC, um, like, fishing tournaments and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if that's who I don't know. runs those things. Or, yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely Sammy sure. Sammy Duval, I just picture as a guy with, uh, like, frosted hair. Like, from the 80s. <laughs> I, I think of, for some reason, I picture Uncle Sammy Rico. Hagar. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting, like, an Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite okay. vibe. Um, oh, man. Guys, you have no idea how far off you are. Oh, wow. Oh, oh he kind of looks like... Um, um, look at this friggin' beautifully drawn picture of Sammy Duval. Okay, this well, is this is fun. an audio. Yeah, this is an audio format, so we will not be looking at a picture. I'm, but anyway, um, so all right. Well, that's yeah. I mean, I don't know that it, that's a big loss for us, but right. Um, one last thing to do. The big kerfuffle on. Diz Twitter was the removal of straws and drink lids already from counter service. Yes. Um, so this is apparently causing quite the uh, the issues. They said there was an exponential uh, change in how many drinks got spilled because they're not you you could request them. Yes. And apparently they're putting them on kids' drinks, but adults no. Fend for yourself. Yeah. 
I. What are they trying to do? Like I save the world, bro. I. I get it, but like, come on. I mean, we've all been there, like carrying a tray full of food and stuff. Like yeah. I'm thinking, like Columbia Harbor House, where oh. you're like you're you're, you're yeah. walking, up, you're walking steps. up steps. Yeah, like it's just <laughs> you know. I'm thinking it's a cost thing and not a, an environmental thing, but I'm okay. I'm cool with the straws. That's fine, but this just seems like too much, too quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people post like swipe up on my Amazon link for my silicone straws. That oh I'm yeah, that's to the Disney. Big thing. Yeah. Like that's like the like the copper straws and stuff like yeah. that you just bring in your bag. Like shoot, I don't even want to bring a bag for my sunglasses. You Seriously. think I'm bringing a straw? Yeah. That seems really unsanitary to me. I don't know how you they get a straw. They come with like brushes. And yeah, stuff. they come it's with like this like big, little like, like what are they called? Like um, pipe cleaner. Yeah, that seems like something I'm gonna do. <laughs> do we need to take, to take a field trip to our nation's landfills and see all of the? I thought we had incinerators. Yeah, you're right. Catherine, good. Uh, good I know that was a that was a good Radiator ref- Springs. Radiator Springs Racers reference that no one got, but that's cool. I got it. That's why I said good reference. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so that, are we we are good for the news. Yeah. All right. It was slow. Sorry. All right. Not so, your fault, man. You don't. You're not the one who's creating the Disney. <laughs> no, I know. You feel bad. Um, so what we'll be doing is a 64 team single elimination of all of our drinks we've done on Topping It Off. If this is your first time listening to our show, let me explain. Every single episode we've done, each of the members of this podcast, we have in turn taken a drink from a Disney location. Could be Disneyland, could be Disney World, could be Alani, could be a water park, um, I don't think we actually picked one from a lot. Yes, we have. Did oh, we've we done from a water park. Sorry. Yes, we did. I know we did one from a water park, so that's why I included it. Um, and we have talked about it, whether or not it was worth ordering, if we liked it. A lot of them are refreshing. I'll go ahead and tell you that. <laughs> Some of them aren't. Um, but we have them pitted against each other um, to find out what the ultimate Disney drink is of the top 64 that we've done so far as part of this podcast. So, so I have a question up front for the, uh, for everyone on the panel here. Yes. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. so we all filled out the first round in advance in the interest of time. How many of these did you look at in the 64? Because we've been doing this podcast for a while. This is a lot of episodes. How many of these did you look at and be like, I have no idea what that is, and I don't remember that ever being shared? I remember twenty percent. Yeah, I, I think I, I would. I'm a little higher than twenty percent. Yeah, I, there was probably like twenty percent that I was like, I don't remember that. If I didn't have, because I keep the Google inside baseball here, but <laughs> keeping the Google sheet updated and the lo- I put the location in, that reminds me. But if you just said like the title. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, 20... And most of them ended up being scotch drinks. Yeah, Scott, so, you are like the wild card, I think. I was, there were a I few was texting with... Uh, I was texting with Rob today, and I said, Scott's drinks compiled basically make a list of drinks that I would never order anywhere. I was... That's better than I was expecting. I thought you were going to say, like, the drinks that a psychopath would assemble <laughs> like, in their was, last meal. There was one I said to Rob last night, the Caribbean Mojito, which was your second... Yes. Yeah. ...choice for your second topping it off. And I don't remember It that. was from the Tambu Lounge. It was your basic mojito. Oh, well, looky, looky. Well, we'll get to oh, yeah, that in yeah, just yeah, a yeah. second. So we're going to start... Um, and we did this in a strategic way that we did, like... 
so like we figured the ones we did first, which may be like a recency bias sort of, but we figured we those were the highest quality. So like the first one that we ever picked, that's going to be a number one seed. Um, so that's how we have this. It, it's based on. Oh, so the four number one seeds are the four first drinks. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, I went like one, one. One, one, yes. then two. Okay, then I get two, it. Two, two, two. So like the the last be two was the eighth off. one yes. in our list. Yeah, they'll just... be a little, they'll be a little off, but pretty much because there's five of us. So we will lightly talk about each of the drinks, so you can kind of get an idea which what each of them are as we talk about them. Um, so I hope you play along. And also some of these you can't get anymore. Yeah. Oh, I, RIP. I know there's one on here that makes me there's so sad. There's multiple on here that, that yes. fit that bill. All right. So let's start off with number one. I think we're starting with one that's very similar to that. Um, and that's, and because these are both Scott drinks, we're going to start with Scott. Yeah. Um, so number one, go ahead, Scott. Number one, the first drink we ever had was the coffee mezcal. And I believe they called it a margarita. It's a margarita. Um, yeah, I it's mean, very for, much a margarita. For yeah. purposes of fitting them on the lines, yeah. I had to abbreviate. No, that's or, okay. Like, Shorten things. So, but yeah, this has entered kind of legend realm now because it's it's not in existence anymore. Oh, but God, it's, it's so good. It's coffee flavored. It's it's coffee mezcal and ice cream. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. it was creamy and was delicious. And that's going up against the Mustang coffee, which no one probably remembers. From. I remember that one. I remember that. It was like three episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, it was no recent. Mad Lounge. Nomad Lounge. So this was a coffee that had kind of a brown sugar flavor. And it was hot. It was hot. Hot. So what do you think there, Scott? What are you uh, picking? This is easy for me. I would take the coffee mezcal margarita in a heartbeat. Oh, yes. All Rob, right. Co- coffee mezcal. Coffee mezcal. Coffee mezcal. There yep. it is. Matt, are you keeping us in suspense? Uh, I'm sorry, coffee mezcal. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that was incredible. All right. I remember when Scott got it the first time, and he was like, you have to try this. And everybody was like, shut up, Scott. Nobody wants your coffee drink. <laughs> no, I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did. All right, so the next one, let's let's do clockwise. So let's go to Rob. So Rob, oh. do you want to talk about the next pairing? I know neither of these are your drinks. So. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> I thought we were gonna like. I thought we were gonna do the ones that we. Yeah, so like you like two would K-Nex talk about like this. Oh, okay, that's fine. All right, so Matt and I are up against each other on this round. So Matt, you want to talk about yours? Or I mean, yeah, sure. It's it's the well, it's the blue hooch. That's Catherine's pick going against my pick of the Hawks Grog Ale. And it was funny because I was looking at this and I was like, you know what? The Hawks Grog Ale you can get in uh, Pandora World of Avatar, and it's green. It's green in color, and you know what? I'm not, like, super crazy about it, (laughs) which is funny because I I picked it, but, and even more so, like, the Blue Hooch is, like, very, very sweet, and it's not really, like, my thing, but the last time I got the Hawks Grog Ale, I was like, I'm not crazy about this. I remember why you picked it. Because every episode that you have to do a top it off, you want to you're sitting beer. here going, oh, I don't know what to pick. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I had that. I guess I'll do that. Yeah. And it, it's just okay. Like, I was kind of disappointed in it in, in retrospect. And yeah, I, Catherine's described it as a Miller Lite. Yeah, a little heavy. A little, a little heavier. heavier. It's, it's heavier. just not that good. So I picked the Blue Hooch, which is crazy. But Catherine, you want to discuss the Blue Hooch? Yeah, the Blue Hooch is found at Homecoming in Disney Springs. 
Um, it's one of the three flavors that you can get in one of the refillable mugs for the moonshine mugs. Um, it's usually what I get or I mix it with the rum shine punch for the purple Lambo. Um, and I think, I think I would actually in retrospect have picked the purple Lambo for this because I, the blue really, if you've listened to this show for <laughs> any sort of time, the blue carousel really, I have some weird reaction to it. So, but with the rum shine punch, it's really good. Um, so I'm also going to, are, are we talking about what we're picking? Yeah, I'm pick going, it. I'm going with the blue hooch. Um, me too. All right. Scott. You guys make it tough. A, a drink that chews up your mouth versus a just okay <laughs> beer. <laughs> I'll take the blue hooch though. I enjoyed that. I like grog ale. Blue hooch. Okay. All right, blue hooch takes it. All right, next two. It's this is a Holly versus Rob. Go ahead, Holly. Go ahead, Rob. All right, so mine is the <laughs> is the Kona Golden Ale, which I you could get it around property. Um, when I originally did this, this was from the Tambu Lounge as well. Um, I mean, you can get it anywhere. Kona is yeah, pretty ubiquitous. Yeah. Um, this is this has become steadily one of my favorite beers. Period. Not just at Disney. Um, if I see it where I live, I get it. Um, bought a case of it to go tailgating with for a concert this summer. So a little baby. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I really like this one. And mine is the spiky pineapple at Trader Sam's. So do I just? It's yeah, like it a Dole Whip right. with alcohol. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's basically so, it. Yeah. If I can throw I my hat for that one, I had that one as well. With yeah. the, and you had it with the floater of rum, I think, on too. It wasn't they, their. It was like light and dark. Right. They would do it with or without the extra alcohol on top. And yeah. I think you got it with the extra alcohol yeah, on did. top, which was delicious. Yeah, some adult version of a Dole Whip. Mm-hmm. Can't really elaborate anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what are your picks, Rob? Kona, the Golden Ale. Uh, spiky pineapple. I'm gonna go with the golden ale. I'm a, I'm a beer gal, so. Uh, yeah, Kona. I would have gone with the spiky pineapple, but I'm voted down. All right, Kona cool. golden ale it is. Oh, good lord, Matt and Catherine up against each other again. Oh my goodness. Um, we have my pick um, of the Irish Mule, um, which is funny, which is not inherently a Disney drink against Catherine's Saki Mist. So the Irish Mule, the, the big thing about that was that that was the first time I'd ever had an Irish Mule. And Where did you have it? I got it at the um, the now defunct, uh, oh my god, why Cove am I? Cove Bar. <laughs> yeah, Cove Bar. God, Matt. It's, it died and it, then and it left did. my memory. The memory is gone. It's it's easier that way for me. No, and it's and it's basically your standard mule, but instead of vodka, um, you have Jameson's Irish whiskey, and it's very good. Uh, Catherine, you want to describe your sake mist? Yeah, the sake mist is available at Kakigori. No, Kabuki Cafe. Sorry, there's a few places. Yeah, it's Kabuki Cafe um, in the Japanese pavilion in Epcot. Um, it's essentially alcoholic water ice. Yeah, it's like a snow cone. Yeah, it's oh, like a snow cone. I, and it, I was remembering it a different It tastes drink. like the one that I get. I like the coconut one. And it tastes like sunscreen. And it that is a good thing. <laughs> it is That's so how good. you described it on yes, the podcast. Yeah, I, I, really, I really love this flavor. I discovered it last year. Actually, my one of my best friends, Brianna, got it. And she was like, oh, you got to try this. Because she knows I love that coconut flavor. <laughs> uh, but it comes in like, it's a, like a pretty big, it's like a, 
a margarita glass, I guess, but it's like overflowing. There's like a dome on top. Really great for a hot day. Very refreshing. <laughs> and if you haven't noticed already, refreshing is the word that you need yes. to be drinking yes. to Please as you're listening to this. Oh my you... god, you will be dying. Yes. <laughs> you will be dead. So what are your what are your picks here? Matt? Um, not even close. I freaking hate snow cones. I think they're so <laughs> gross. I love sake, but snow cones are so useless. So I'm picking an Irish mule. I'm, I'm changing what I had written on the page because I forgot what the sake mist was, and I'm going with the sake mist. I don't like Jameson, so sake mist. You guys are garbage. <laughs> sake mist. Way to take it personal. Okay, but... Like, do you guys actually like snow cones? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's right. What yeah. do you like about them? Uh, the alcohol on the bottom? No, 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 no. They're cold? Yeah. When you're Ice in Florida and your face is, like, practically yes. melting off, I <laughs> want to have something cold and refreshing. And it's not dairy. So, like, if you're eating ice cream, that could upset yeah. your stomach. Mm-hmm. And this is a way to get, like, a cold tree that won't upset your stomach. Because, like, it, given a day, if it's 100 degrees outside and I'm in Epcot and you say you can have a snow cone or you can have ice cream, I'm taking a snow cone. But that, like, liquid sugar upsets my stomach way more than, like, ice and, cream. Whatever. And don't Whatever. get me wrong. The, the, the sake test wins. But don't get me wrong. Like, in the case of, like, the 64, I'm probably taking more than half of these ahead of the sake mist. It, it's just the matchup, like... You put the yeah. two in front of me. Matt, yeah, let's go again. Me and you. That's how this works. All no, right. it's, it's interesting. Oh. I was looking at how the breakdowns go. It, like, it, it's a lot of you two, but then, like, the next bracket will be, like, we change off who yeah. faces each other. It's just the way that the five works. Right? Yeah, the way it works. I mean, worked. with drinks, like a lot of things, I mean, it's so... Uh, they're so subjective. So, I mean... I, I could rule something out completely because, like, oh, I don't like rum, so this is a rum-based drink, so I'm picking the other one, you know? So it's it's so subjective. But, yeah, we've got a Matt versus Catherine again, and it's the Catherine with the Mickey's Fun Wheel versus me with Ephemerae Poem. And the Ephemerae Poem is uh, their uh, unibrow uh, uh, brewery, and they have a bunch of different... Um, flavors of ephemery and I believe I had the pear and this is actually a really good beer I got this at um, at Le Cellier and it's delicious and I feel like I've only ever had the pear flavored one and it's awesome I I thought when we did it you described it as apple yeah I thought it was apple apple too I've had the I'm sorry I have had the and literally the one you're looking at has the apple no I've had the apple and the pear actually and the pear one's really good I I conclude that it's fake news, but all right, I'll, I'll swallow that. They have apple and pear. They they that is not what you said, but and okay. I have had them both. Okay, again, uh, fake news. But here's how I I know it was apple, because if it was pear, I'd be very into it. And I remember when you did this, I wasn't into it, and that means it was apple. Nothing matters anymore. Isn't palm apple? I think that's what PMM means. Like, there's different what. Yeah, or yeah, French, Canadian. <laughs> Jesus. Yep, that's apple. Yeah, ephemerae sorry, the ephemerae palm is apple. Oh, look at him! Look at him backpedaling. I'm having a Mick Ultra lime cactus, which is actually peach flavored. <laughs> cactus in Spanish is peach. <laughs> I'm um, if it was if it was pear, it'd be ephemerae pois. All right, great. Verge. Cheers. Matt, you're trying to backtrack the fact that you totally screwed this up. I messed up so bad. This is Uh, Apple. Okay. 
All right, so my drink here is the Mickey's Fun Wheel. God, iconic. I don't know to, for as for a word, iconic. I would say for a word. Um, so so good, just delicious. Um, I like my Mickey's Fun Wheel without the foam with lemons. Um, it is a little sweet, so I can see why people might not like it as much as I do, but I love blue curacao, <laughs> and I love getting really drunk, and this is a very strong drink. Um, this is like one, and I'm feeling real good. And Matt makes them at home, and they're really good. Really? Yeah. He's, I do. He, he makes them killer Maggie's fun wheel. I do. I'd, if like, you, if I'd you, like to try one someday. Oh, maybe this weekend. I'll yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. We got all the stuff in our, our bar upstairs. Well, I have a feeling I know what Catherine's picking. I'm going for the fun wheel here. I love it so much. I am also going for the fun wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. What a shock. I, didn't, I know. I didn't pick all mine. Yeah, I agree. I, I also went for the Mickey's fun wheel. Mickey's fun wheel. Fun wheel. All right. Well, that's right. Okay, and the next one is Scott Double versus Scott. Scott. Scott versus Scott. <laughs> well, let me explain what these two are. The earthquake is... <laughs> One of the ones off of the quote-unquote secret menu from the Cove Bar. That's right. Um, which I this did have This is another to... F-you-up kind of drink. Yeah, this, yeah, this, this is super... It's Visagin. Long Island it's basically, yeah, it's a, it's a take on the Long Island. Uh, versus the Cypress Sun, which is a sort of a creamier orange-flavored drink from Spice Road Table. All I remember about that is there's cream it looked like, cocoa. Yeah, it just it looked, looked like, like milk. A, yeah, it looked like it a white look, Russian. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. That's what it was. But this one was easy. The Earthquake, I can actually clearly remember having and enjoying, and that was the superior drink. I think, just to to close this and put a nice little bow on it, I think the Irish Mule, the Mickey's Fun Wheel, and the Earthquake was all imbibed on one moment at the Cove Bar. I think of the three of us, it was just the three of That's us together. That's probably right, And yeah. I think we had all three of them on the That's same right. day. I remember that. So, alright, so yeah. you're going with the Earthquake. Earthquake. Alright, um, Rob, what do you think? Uh, earthquake. Neither of them are... Um, Not a long okay, time. I just pick one. Earthquake. Yeah. I'm um, not a fan of either, but I'll go with the Earthquake. I like the earthquake. earthquake. I remember you let me try that, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I mean, nothing against the Cypress Sun. It just wasn't wasn't up to snap. I think that just looked a little too milky yeah. for me. It was not refreshing at all. All right, so all right. Rob and Holly are up. All right, so I have the Moonshine Mash, which is from Homecoming. Uh, Watermelon-infused moonshine, fresh watermelon, lime juice, and simple syrup. It's good. I, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Uh-huh. Mine is the raspberry sake sangria, which you can find at Kimonos. Um, it comes in a pretty decent little pitcher, tiny little pitcher, sake with some fresh raspberries. All right, so what are you guys picking? Huh? I'm picking the raspberry sake sangria. Rob? I'm picking the raspberry sake sangria. I'm also picking the raspberry sake sangria. It's just one of those things. It's just part of the, my Kimonos order with uh, edamame. Um, I concur with you guys. I haven't had either, but from what I've heard, I will pick the sake sangria. All right. Sake sang. Uh, sake to <laughs> me. Oh. Another. Rob versus Holly. Another battle. This is one that I don't remember. This one this is, is one I think that Rob needs to, to win mm-hmm. based on the drink. Oh, and no, Holly, it's okay. I, I know that you just recently I, did this one. Mm-hmm. I could not remember for the life of me what this one was. Mm. That's a shame. This is this, <laughs> so. So I have the avocado margarita. Um, 
I'm surprised it lasted to 10 drinks. Because this would have been our 10th. No, no, this was the fifth. This fifth. was my first. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so avocado margarita, La Cava del Tequila. Um, it's your basic frozen. It's not basic. I shouldn't. I guess it's the base is a traditional frozen lime margarita, but they put avocado in fresh avocado. That makes it, which sounds weird, but it makes it super creamy and delicious. I mean, Captain, you made them. Numerous times so at home, good. they're really good. Um, so that's what that is. Mine was called the Wild One. Yeah, it was oh, at La Cava de, del Tequila, and I literally just had the ingredients up, and I don't know what happened to my phone. Um, just... Oh, so you don't remember it either? Oh, I remember. It's a shame. It. Oh yeah, well, what was I it? I remember <laughs> it. Thank you. Um, That's a shame that you don't remember it. <laughs> Shut the front door. All right. It has tequila, ginger liqueur, fresh lime juice, passion fruit, and mango puree on the rocks with black and salt rim. So this is one of the cocktails that they have at... You got this on Cinco de Mayo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was really, really good. Okay. Refreshing. Yeah. Not too heavy. So... I just feel like with the avocado marg, like, it's because it's creamy. It is creamy. I don't know. This one just, yeah. What are you guys, uh, what are you picking then? You're staying with the wild, the wild one? Yes. Uh, this one's, I'm going with the wild one, actually. Really? Yeah. Now that you described it, I originally had my own, and I think I'm into that. And I remember trying hers, and it was really, really good. And I like drinks more on the rocks than frozen. Because I could just, <laughs> just take it down. Back. So, I'm going wild one. I've got to go with the avocado margarita. It's one of my favorites. I just did the same thing that Rob did. I had avocado margarita down wow. because I didn't remember the wild one. Wow. But the avocado margarita really, like, hurts my, like, like the pit of my stomach. Like, it just gives me heartburn. And that sounds really good. And I did try yours as well. I thought so. I remember standing in the Mexico Pavilion. You were like, you "Yeah, because you had the this. gin drink at that time." I don't remember what it was. I did. I got a gin drink, but that wild. No, one's... didn't I get the gin drink? I don't know, but I got <laughs> somebody. A, that wild one's drink. good. <laughs> I would have said avocado mark. It doesn't really matter. But the thing about it, I think for me, is I don't like avocado to begin with, but I like it in this drink. Well, okay, you know it's good. Doesn't matter. All right. So that was interesting. Yeah, there were a few upsets. That was a 15th seed beating a second seed. Whoa. Or, no, the seeds yeah, are irrelevant. Right. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. No, they are irre- They are relevant. Oh right, because then, we're then under the assumption that. that the most recent. Is- so if it was like our favorite drink, we would have picked it first, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So on to our next. Speaking of which, <laughs> yeah, geez, this was the one that made Matt so mad that this got pitted I'm against so each other. I'm so mad about this. <laughs> um, so we've got Walt's drink, the Scotch Mist. Versus the official drink of the WDW Happy Hour podcast, like Cronenberg Blanc. Sponsored by Cronenberg. Sponsored by Stamps. Yeah, if anybody works for Cronenberg, we would... We would love a sponsor. We will wear t-shirts all the time. Yes. (laughs) If you can get us some little, like, like, tray that helps us carry more than two at once during one of these festivals, (laughs) that would be helpful, too. You know what? I'm going to look on, like, Amazon for something. Yeah, like a four-spotter. You could pack like some kind of silicone tray or something yeah. you could put in a bag. Yeah, just roll it up. 
Um, okay, so Cronenberg Blanc is um, one of our favorite beers come festival time. Uh, it's usually served in France or Florida Lee or whatever the heck they're calling it during the arts festival. Um, it's not there all the time, so it makes it special when you can get it. How would you describe this? Because I I have a hard time describing it. It's a wheat beer. Okay. And yeah. it's got subtle, fruity aftertones. Right? The label says Undertones. white beer. White beer. Oh, white beer, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, I was going to say it's not a wheat. Yes, white beer with fruity undertones. Like blanc. Yes, which is why I think... I, I, yes. Okay. I think that's actually how it's described. That on, makes sense. Like, yeah. whatever app I use. Um, all right, and Matt, you want to talk about the Scotch Mist? Yeah, the uh, Mist, the, um, the main thing about any Mist drink is the crushed ice. So this is just black and white scotch served over crushed ice with a twist of lemon. It's a drink-ass drink. It is simple. (laughs) It's delicious. But if you don't like scotch, um, I would understand that you would not like this, but it's a perfect sipping drink, and I really enjoy scotch, and the one at the Carthay Circle Bar is excellent. Did you know... um Radiohead has a song called Scotch Mist? Of course I know that Radiohead has a song called Scotch Mist. <laughs> is it going to go down as well as this drink's about to? I'm picking the Cronenberg. Radiohead is my favorite band, and Walt Disney is one of my favorite people, and Scotch Mist is one of my favorite drinks. I think you know what I'm picking. Scotch Mist. I mean... I brought a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, I, I do think the fact that the Scotch Mist has history is relevant, but I would rather have the Cronenberg Blanc. Same. I mean, I love the Cronenberg Blanc. That's, I know you do. I'm not, uh, this one's a toughie for me. Well, Because I love the crony, and I do love me some scotch. So I went with the Scotch Mist. Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. Ooh, a narrow escape for Cronenberg yeah, really. Blanc. Crony, baby. All right. Wow, I didn't think that. Matt, that must make you feel a little bit better. Yeah, I got two. <laughs> All right, so we're on to the next round, which is Scott versus Rob. I look out for you. Thank you. Mine is the uh, the tiki 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 rum from Trader Sam's on either coast. Yes. Uh, you can get this one either way. And this one's actually a crushed ice based drink with a it's got, like, cinnamon or nutmeg yeah, on top of it. It does. It's real good. It's, it's another creamy kind of drink but it does have it's poured over crushed ice in a margarita glass um then with the cinnamon on top i love this one i this is the one that i had paired with the fried green beans out in california loved it (laughs) paired with fried green beans you sound like such a foodie i paired this drink with fried ironically i am the least foodie of this podcast you know i had a hard time with some of these choices because I had absolutely no reference point because I was I like, know. I haven't had this one and I haven't had this one. But Scott, that's also one of my favorite drinks. I've actually, I think that is my favorite drink at Trader Sam's. It's like my go-to. It's like a mist. And you too. know what's you know what's good about this drink? Not to cut Rob off before he starts here, but no, it's okay. Um, it's not a drink that is defined by its glass at Trader Sam's. Like a lot of those are cool because oh. of what they're served in, but yeah. this is just it's just yeah, served it's in a glass. Yeah. So it's it actually is. And I really so like good. that nutmeg on top. Like it gives it like just I mean it's a sweet. It's not like spicy, but it, it just gives it like this really like smoothing like finish. It's real good. Rob, what what do you have? So I got the African Star Mojito. 
Does anybody know where this is even from? I would say okay. Animal Kingdom first. You had this when we were at Sanaa. It's at Sanaa. Sanaa. It is at Sanaa. But I think you can get it at any resort because I've seen this also at it, Port Orleans at the River Roost. It, it, I could be wrong. It's but. it's rum, tangerine liqueur, fresh lime juice, mint. Uh, I mean, it's. I think this was I pulled a mat and softened <laughs> it off and like. Picked it five minutes before we Man. recorded. Yeah, this drink is banging. It's, it, it, it's, it's like a it's a little twist on like the mojito with like the African liqueur. Uh, it's really tangerine. Good. Yeah, that sounds good to me. It's banging. All right, so what's it gonna be, guys? I, I'll take the tiki rum. I took the tiki rum. Tiki 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 rum. Tiki 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 rum. African store dead in the water, but I'm still picking it. It's okay. Wow. Oh man, this next one hurts my soul. Oof. So this is Holly and Catherine. <laughs> Bring it. Okay, so I've got the lemoncello. Hold on. Um, the wild berry basil lemoncello from Pizza Rizzo. R.I.P. Not Pizza Rizzo, but the lemon. Is this a defunct drink? Now? It is a defunct. It drink. was defunct after like two months. Like the the amount of time that it was there is so it's ridiculous. Um, it was called the Wildberry Basil Lemoncello Lemonade. That was the full name. Um, this drink was so good was in incredible. the way. That I will go to Nomad Lounge to just get a Jen's tattoo for the road is what I would do with this drink. In fact, last June, last May into June, Memorial Day weekend, I was in Walt Disney World with my mother who does not drink. And she took a taste of this and said, oh my God, that is so good. I'm going to get one. Like she loved this drink. It's so just like so smooth but it doesn't exist anymore but it was so good and like just a little bit of basil gave it like that little italian flair which is i guess why i was at pizza rizzo but i believe this a, is when you have a youtube video yes of, i we what's one of our youtube videos is reviewing this yeah. we got this the first day pizza rizzo was open i believe that's true yeah. mm-hmm. it was the opening of pizza rizzo so if you want to see our live reaction check out that, the check YouTube. that out and Holly, what you got? I have the Rum Shine Punch where you can find at Homecoming at Disney and Disney Springs. And the Rum Shine Punch has strawberry rum shine, blackberry brandy, banana liqueur, pineapple juice, and a house made, I think, grog or something. I can't read it. <laughs> it cut off. House made something. But it's delicious. If it you like good. punch. It's half of that purple lambo that we were talking about earlier with the blue hooch so holly what you got rum shine punch i'm gonna go with the lemoncello because it's truly one of my favorite mixed drinks on this entire list i'm going with the lemoncello that was so good house made grenadine ah that makes sense I have, this is tough for me because I didn't have the actual limoncello one and I've had the rum shine punch and enjoyed it. I went with the rum shine punch. This one, this one was super difficult. I debated the fact that it's defunct. I can't move it on. So rum shine punch, three, two. You took points off because it's not available anymore? Oh, yeah. Was it, which one was that? Was it's it the top? Oh, okay. She just tried to jump up. 
but she, she got snagged by a wire. <laughs> I, I didn't take points off for it because it was defunct. I mean, I, I think to me that it's still a good drink. No, Basically, I, I, I thought of them like equally. And I didn't have the limoncello, the limoncello so it was... So good. I know it was yeah. tough. Guys, I'm if sorry. it comes back... If it comes you back, all, you we'll all are it. not allowed to drink oh, it. Okay? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> <Am> I deny. <laughs> well, no, because it wasn't your fault that you were paired up against that. So, Matt, are you going to pause? I was trying to be subtle, but yes, I'm going to pause right now. All right. So the next one is going to be Rob and Scott, and that is yeah. Go ahead, Rob and Scott. <laughs> I was going to tell you. Uh, so I have the pineapple mule. There is quite a few <laughs> mules on here. Yeah. Um, this is just a traditional mule with pineapple flavor. It is from Splitsville. Um, I just looked it up on the app at the Splitsville and Disney World. It's not listed anymore. It, this like goes back a while. This is an early one, so it might not even be there anymore. But <laughs> uh, I have the espresso martini. God, which you love coffee drinks. I know. I do. I, I'm not going to mince words about it. <laughs> okay. No apologies. This is from... Uh, what, what is the restaurant in Italy? I'm blanking on the name. Via Napoli. Via Napoli. We had uh, dinner at Via Napoli the one night and I had gotten this as my beverage. Well, they didn't really come around to it. I think this was the only beverage I got. <laughs> Good thing you were having a martini. Yeah, seriously. That might have been the longest meal ever. Yes. Yeah, it was. I, I, I really enjoyed care. this drink. It was very much like a Starbucks... Frappuccino in alcohol form. Sounds good. (laughs) So what's your choice? My choice is the espresso martini. I went pineapple mule. I went pineapple mule. I went pineapple mule too. I went pineapple mule. But that wasn't like a real slam dunk. I wasn't crazy about either of Which is weird because I I love coffee flavored things. Don't get me wrong. Like coffee flavored beer is the top of my list of beers. Yeah, I'd, but for some reason the drinks just don't appeal to me. I don't like the mixed drinks. Don't I don't know. Like, I feel yeah. very similarly, with the exception of the coffee mezcal. Part the, the thing that I usually like about the coffee flavored ones is that, as someone who is a frequent heartburn sufferer, they seem to take a little bit of the edge <laughs> off of the acidity for me, which is odd because coffee is acidic. But anyway, carry on. All right, so our next one we've got. Scott versus Rob again. We've got the Krakatoa Punch with Scott and the Watermelon Smash for Rob. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Krakatoa Punch is your your basic fruity... It's almost like Hawaiian Punch with alcohol. The thing that is unique about this one that you... You know, it's hard for me to rule out is that this is served in that volcano glass with the tiki masks all over it. And you can get that as a souvenir. Uh, watermelon smash again is from Splitsville. This just the the way the brackets went. Are you going to describe this one as tra- traditional or basic as well? <laughs> Every is, single one you've been like, it's like your traditional. This is uh, watermelon infused vodka muddled with fresh watermelon. Uh, the, the, the description is the ultimate hot weather refresher. Um, this is really good. I like watermelon flavored things. Watermelon Jolly Rancher is like one of my favorite candies. So. Um, I'm going with the watermelon smash. I'm also going with the watermelon smash because I think that the Krakatoa punch is all glass. It's not about the drink. 
I went with the watermelon smash. I also went with the watermelon smash. Wow. It was really good. I went with the Krakatoa puns. The watermelon <laughs> smash did not sound good to me at all. Well, all right. See you um, later. So the next one it is Matt versus Matt. A oh, battle no. that a battle <laughs> that rages on. Always wanted to see played <laughs> out. Pretty much everyday occurrence to me. Um, uh, it is the shipwreck on the rocks versus the green flash passion fruit. Um, the shipwreck on the rocks is one of few items you can get at Trader Sam's that is not rum based. This one is, I believe, gin based. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, Kath, you want to fact check yeah, me on that? I will. I, I just know that it is not that it's not rum based. But the green flash passion fruit, green flash. Unfortunately, uh, the brewery is. Defunct the the whole brewery, I believe, went under. And I really love this beer. You used to be able to get it. Um, you could get it on the West Coast at some kiosk, but notably, you could get it at the Baseline Tap House in Disney's Hollywood Studios. And it was an awesome beer. And the Shipwreck on the Rocks, I really liked. I'm sorry, the Shipwreck on the Rocks was Maker's Mark bourbon, mm. mint leaves, lemon wedges, and agave syrup. Both of where was that from? That was from Trader Sam's. That that you can still get. The shipwreck on the rocks is really good because I'm not a big rum drinker. Um, With this one, I went with the Green Flash (laughs) R.I.P. Alive. Mm. Yeah, I went with the Green Flash Passion Fruit as well. I remember this being delicious. I just process of elimination. The Passion Fruit beer. I went with the Green Flash Passion Fruit. I loved the green flash. That was my favorite oh, no, thing. I miss it. Yeah. All right, so we've got Holly and Catherine. We've got Leapin' Lizard, which is Holly's, and Typhoon Tilly, which is Catherine's. So, Holly, do you want to talk about the Leapin' Lizard, where you can get it? Yes. Um, you can get the Leaping Lizard at the Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom. And in the Leaping Lizard, you get Malibu Pineapple Rum uh, and Augusta. C A C H A C A Kasha Kasha Yeah yeah, yeah. with or- with orange okay. passion fruit and mango juices so and it's fruity it's Very fruity tropical. and I really liked it a lot Very It's served on the rocks or is that like um, I think it has to be I yeah. think it I think it was Ice. they don't have, they don't have like frozen drinks there No I've it's never seen theirs aren't blended they're no, all on right. the rocks all right, and the Typhoon Tilly is a frozen drink at Typhoon Lagoons. Does everyone remember where this was? Matt, you're not allowed to answer. Okay. It was something really bad. <laughs> I remember this. I will never forget this name. I, I read it when I was doing the list, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's the name of the, the quick service. <laughs> Let's go slurping. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I remember now. Let's go slurping now. Um, so this was That makes me so uncomfortable. This is like a little twist on a... A classic pina colada. We've got that blue curacao. Are you sensing a trend with Catherine's drinks? <laughs> um, melon liqueur, banana liqueur, Malibu coconut rum, and pina colada mix. And it's in one of those machines. It's served with a slice of pineapple and maraschino cherries. Um, very fruity, like perfect for like looking at Typhoon Lagoon. So, what do you guys say? I'm gonna go with the Tilly. I went with the Leaping Lizard. I went with the Typhoon Tilly as well. It was good. I, it's not like my typical drink, but... Yeah, they're both very fruity. <laughs> both of these. This is like the fruit I would, I would not really order either of them, but I'm going with the Tilly. Just, I don't know. Just, I like pina colada. 
Matt likes pina colada. I'm going with the leaping lizard myself. Yeah, Le- leaping lizard. I had it. I didn't have the the tilly. I would be into both of these. To be honest, they sound they both sound really good. But being that I've had the lizard and it, I it was good because I like everything at Nomad. So I'm going leaping lizard. But I can see why that's three two. All right. Next up, we have Holly and Catherine Ooh. with drinks again. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Um, The next drink is the Lapu Lapu. You can find this at the Polynesian Resort at the Tambu Lounge. Um, It's a drink in a big old pineapple. Um, What's in it is dark rum, pineapple juice, orange juice, sweet and sour mix, and Bacardi 151 rum floated on the top. Um, I don't know. For... This drink, this is the drink that started it all. That's true. It's a so, signature like drink our podcast, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like I don't know. It, it for me, it's sentimental. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. So, yeah, Matt shelled out a pretty penny for. <laughs> oh yeah, I bought us all off the lockers. <laughs> And then I ended up drinking like three of yeah, them because you guys couldn't finish them. <laughs> hey, I finished mine. This was I know. Like I want to say, like we'd been drinking somewhere. Though, yeah, and, like, yeah. Like, it was like around. later in the night, and you guys were like, "I can't drink anymore," and I was like, "I'm not letting these go go to waste." And I feel like I drank mine, He's and then I drank, and then I drank like, like probably two halves of other people's drinks, and I was tanked. More lapu-lapus than a single person should drink. Oh, yeah, for sure. When I think lapu-lapu, automatically, like, I think Polynesian, and it, I don't know, it just fits so well at the Polynesian. Yes. It so. is the, it is a signature drink, for sure. It's iconic there. And Catherine, what do you have? I have the mango cart, which is one of the beers that I discovered this past year at uh, Splitsville in Disneyland. It's a mango wheat ale made by Golden Road Brewing Company. It's first in a series inspired by the iconic fruit cart vendors of L.A. Um, Lots of fresh mango flavor and it's crisp and refreshing. It is crisp. And we've this actually has inspired us to try a number of their different ones. Oh, I yes. brought these to the one game night we had. We had watermelon cart and pineapple, pineapple cart. Yeah. So this. But was, the mango. But the mango cart is the best. The yeah. mango is the best, and I've gotten it again. And um, they also serve this at Naples in Disneyland. They have it on tap there, and oh my god, I love this beer. This beer has like. We found somewhere that serves it locally, and I, like, get it in mass quantities, so... I'll say, this is a tough matchup for mm-hmm. a 15-12. Yeah. This is a close close one. What do you guys 15, say? 15-2. 15-2, I'm sorry, 15-2. I went with my Lapu-Lapu. I'm gonna go with the mango cart, because I could literally have that any day. Uh, mango cart for me. I'm gonna tip the scales here and say mango cart. Oh, snap. And, and reason again... Lapu Lapu, it's about the pineapple yes. glass that, yes. as much as anything. Scott and is not swayed by a novelty. Well, I if it was what is like your favorite and like associated with really good memories and Lapu Lapu, absolutely, oh, yeah, the same. Whole thing absolutely. For me. But I'm not letting sentimentality get in my the way of my. To choice. me, that that was um, this was the by far the the most difficult of the first round. Like I just literally filled mine out, and it, right, it, the Lapu Lapu is like the quintessential WDW happy hour drink. Um, the memory. Yeah. So so that's why I went with it. 
and the ubiquity now of the mango cart, I feel like, and like you could sub in for me, you could sub in the watermelon cart, and I would be just as happy. Mm-hmm. So okay, and the lapu lapu's a little unique, but very so, unique. Yes, yeah. Okay. All right, so we're gonna we're on to our next bracket. This is a Holly versus Holly. <laughs> so, All right. So the first one is the orange slush. This can be found in France Pavilion um, in Epcot. It's pretty much a frozen um, orange drink, Grand Marnier. What else was in the Grand Marnier, uh, in the Orange Crush? Grand is, Marnier and is it Grey Goose too? It yeah. Might be Grey Goose mm-hmm. vodka. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is called the Italian Soda. I got this at Naples at um, Downtown Disney, and it's this drink is a non-alcoholic. Um, I got a mm-hmm. strawberry Italian soda. It, pretty much to sum it up, real quick. A strawberry Nesquik, carbonated. Mm-hmm. I thought it was delicious. Was I this enjoyed one that it. Was non-alcoholic or no? Non-alcoholic. Yes. Non-alcoholic. non-alcoholic. Yes. So which one are you going with? I'm going with the Italian soda. All right. I'm going to go with the orange slush just because I also think that's quintessential. <laughs> like I think that's one of the most iconic Disney drinks. Uh, it's really so like same way I feel about the sake mist. Really, just perfect on a hot day in Epcot. Refreshing. Very refreshing. Um. I'm going with the orange slush. Again, neither of these I would really be into ordering, but the orange slush seems refreshing. It is. I routinely get the orange slush yeah. in Epcot. This oh, is one yeah. that you could easily see having, me having in my hand, so I'm going orange slush. Uh, orange slush as well, although the, the, the Italian soda, it was incredibly delicious, mm-hmm. I thought so. But you're right that the orange slushes I should have got them for, all yeah. I'm gonna yeah. catch them all <laughs> orange slush alright so next one it's me versus Rob Rob what you got I got Pepper's Ghost and I'm trying to pull up the menu to tell you what it, what's in it habanero is it yes um, I know it was spicy hence pepper uh, so this is at Abracadab Bar on Disney's Boardwalk um, pineapple vodka it, thanks mm-hmm what else? <laughs> cool, cool, cool. The, the stupid app is just oh, it's, spinning. It's the pineapple, vodka, and habanero lime, um, lime syrup, and then it's um, topped with pepper. Yeah, that's like that's why it's the pepper's ghost because there's like habanero, and you're like, ooh, spicy. Ciroc, pineapple, line. vodka, and habanero lime. Ghost. Yeah, I, ghost. I, I remember it being pretty good drink. Uh, too bad the bar. Blows, but um, it was it was good. Was if you like something spite, it wasn't like you were gonna like. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Was there any this. trick associated with this or no? No. Well, yeah, the, the whole trick thing is, is your server disappears. <laughs> the rest yeah, of they, they they don't show up for another three hours. Um, no, but Pepper's Ghost is a magician magical um, term. illusion illusion. Yeah, so you know, it fits in well with the theme. All right. Okay, so I have the Moara Margarita, um, which is at Pandora World of Avatar in Disney Animal Kingdom. Um, it's a strawberry margarita, frozen strawberry margarita um, with tequila, strawberry blood orange, and strawberry boba balls on top. Boba balls. Um, so 
it is, it does say it's very tangy because of the blood orange, but I think it's really, really, really sweet. I think it's sweet too. And th if this would have been paired up with something else, I don't know that I would have gone with this, but I'm going to go with the mar margarita. And this is the strongest drink you can get at Pandora. Is it? I believe so. Huh. What do you go for, Maddie? Um, the more margarita, for sure. Same. Two words, boba balls. Yeah. Uh, Pepper's Ghost. Just, I wasn't a big fan of the margarita. So sweet. What do you go I for? I wanted to gag on that Pepper's Ghost. <laughs> uh, the margarita. So you're saying there's a chance. All right, so this is Matt versus Scott. We Go ahead, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I love I know some inside about this one and I'm excited to hear how Matt describes it um I got the Moretti Blonde um I got this at Pizza Rizzo around the same time that Kath got the Limoncello lemonade or the whatever that delicious thing yeah the wildberry cello lemonade and um Looking back on it, I was like, I don't even know why I chose that. And I realized this must have been one of those things where, like, it was like, we were recording the podcast. They're like, Matt, you're topping it off today. And I was like, oh, crap, what did I have recently? I got that Moretti. I didn't really like it. <laughs> I've been st this is early on in the podcast. This would have been, like, episode 20. I mean, so we've been doing this for several years now. You'd think Matt would have learned I to, know. like, try well, take, or take pictures. Take pictures. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, uh, most of mine, I, I would say 95% of mine, I will stand behind. This is one of my choices <laughs> that was, like, straight up just a dud. This beer is not that good. I cannot wholeheartedly <laughs> recommend it. So, Scott, what's yours? Mine is the Tequiti Punch, which is from the Dawa Bar in Where Animal they throw Kingdom. out beer, and you should throw out the Moretti Blonde. <laughs> well, that may be. Um, it is Snow Leopard Vodka with thirst-quenching watermelon lemonade. It's very refreshing it, when you're on those hot African savannas. So what did you choose? I chose the Tikiti Punch. I did too. <laughs> tikiti Punch. 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 It was light pink in color, wasn't it? It was, not? yes. I remember really liking On this. ice. Yes, I remember really liking that. You and know, I think the paper straw actually kind of... Helped it out. Helped it out. Same with more margarita. Okay, next up we've got Catherine versus Rob again. Oh, Catherine you might or... Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I got the higher seated one here with the Cherry Coke Ripper from the Coca-Cola Lounge in Disney Springs. Uh, it consists of Malibu Run, Southern Comfort, it's for first Southern Comfort showing on our list, Grenadine, and Cherry Coke. I'm the kind of gal who really likes a Shirley Temple, and this is like an adult version of a Shirley Temple. Oh, it's Coke. so delicious. I love Southern Comfort. It goes great with the cherry. Love it. Um, so I have the Hazelnut Old Fashioned, which is from... Enzo's. Marie, Enzo's Hideaway. Yeah, I was going to say Marie and Enzo's, but it's Enzo's Hideaway. So this is Knob Creek, uh, <laughs> Frangelico, yeah. orange, and Maraschino cherry. Uh, this was really good. It was, we were there in January when I had this, so it wasn't like a million degrees and the humidity, and this was like a kind of warm you up a little bit. I, I remember like I had a sweatshirt on that night. It was good. Um, this is this is a tough one, a tough battle here, um, because the cherry coke ripper is right up my alley too. So I went, I, I picked the cherry coke ripper. Oh. Me too. But super close. This would be like fifty three forty seven. Like 
Holly, what do you have? Cherry Coke Ripper. Matt? Uh, I went with the hazelnut old-fashioned. I've taken many a sail down the down the <laughs> creek of knob, and I, I do like a good old-fashioned, and the frangelico and orange is a really nice touch. I'll say this. If you've never had Coke and Southern Comfort before... You are uh-huh. missing out. That is like a cherry Coke. Yeah, so so, is so good. I went with the cherry Coke gripper as well. All right. So it's Rob and Catherine once again. All right. So I have the sake sangria. Catherine, you were so dead in the water. <laughs> What's that? I said, Catherine, you were so dead in the water. So this is from Morimoto Asia. Oh. Um, mm. This is, you could get it in a carafe or a, just by the glass. Um, and I'm trying to get the description and I didn't re- realize I was up again. Um, if anybody has it in front of them. I don't, but I have, well, vague memories of this. Okay. Drink. So sake, this is, this is white, you are too. white, uh, light white wine. That's a tough one. Plum wine, Asian pears, apple, plum, tangerine juice. Um, it, it's funny that when we were going through these and I was, Going to some of my earlier drinks, I'm like, I haven't had this in a really long time. And, like, that's such a mistake because this is easily in my top three or four drinks. It's been a long time since we've been to Morioto. Yes, likewise. But this got me on the the craze of sangria. Um, I feel like that's one of my new favorite things to drink now. And I don't like wine, but for some reason sangria speak to me. So that's what the sake sangria is. You're like the Dr. Doolittle of sangria. <laughs> Drink me. <laughs> Catherine, what All do you got? Right. So I've got the Berry Lavender. This is from Homecoming. Um, I got this when we were there in January. And I must tell you guys, this drink is friggin' phenomenal. Um, I would not stand behind all my drinks the way I would stand behind this one. Um, it's fresh strawberries and raspberries muddled with rosemary, lavender, vodka, lemon juice, honey syrup, and garnished with rosemary and lemon twist. It is just so fresh. Oh my gosh, it's so freaking good. Um, I love this what, drink. What and, was the main flavor of this? Like, if you had to um, say... Strawberry. Strawberry. Strawberry, okay. Yeah, it was definitely strawberry, but then you could taste the rosemary, which was really good. Um... And this is definitely, like, I know we've talked ad nauseum about the uh, shines at Homecoming. And, like, I've kind of alluded that they make me a little bit sick. And, like, I can't eat a big meal and have the moonshine. Like, I'll do the moonshine if we're just walking around. But this is, like, if we were eating a meal at Homecoming right now, which I wish we were... Hmm. This would be the drink I was getting. I would not get a moonshine there. I would get this. So this would rate higher to me than like the blue hooch or the rumshine punch. Like I, I think this is a better drink that's paired with the food that you would get at Homecoming. All right, what do you guys have? In this I country? have my own sake, sake sangria. sangria. I have my own. Matt, what do you have? Sake sangria. I am actually going to go with the berry lavender, and I, the reason I wanted to know about what the flavor was is sake to me is a very strong flavor that I don't love. Well, okay. So I'm going with berry lavender. I went with sake. All right. That was a sake. Close one. Take it. I knew that was going to be a tough one because I knew Catherine was pretty very passionate. passionate. About it. I love that drink so much. Yep. Don't worry, you guys are not allowed to order that when we get homecoming now. <laughs> <laughs> right. What about me? I picked it. Okay, you can, Scott. <laughs> All right, Holly versus Holly. 
All right, so the first one is the Jen's Tattoo, and you can find this at Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom. Um, in the Jen's Tattoo, it's Kettle One Vodka, Watermelon, Hibiscus, and Lime Juice, and they have a dried up hibiscus flower on the top, and when you eat it, you, it's edible. It tastes like a fruit roll-up. Mm -hmm. um, and then my other one that I had is the Blueberry Lemonade. You can find this drink at the Geyser Point bar at Wilderness Lodge. It's pretty much three olives, blueberry vodka, blue carousel, um, odwalla lemonade with juices of lemon, and pomegranate topped with Sprite. And I think we all want to know, what of these two would you go with? Oh, my Jens. I know. I had to. <laughs> Same. I love Jens. It's one of my favorite drinks. What do you got, Matt? Jen's tattoo. It's not even a question. It, yeah, we've gotten so Jen's good. tattoos to go. I'm doing that as well. We've got yeah. Jen's tattooed tattooed on us. I would. What if you had a tattoo of a Jen's, Jen's tattoo? <laughs> That's Whoa. meta. Whoa. That's meta. <laughs> it's hardcore. All right, so we've got Scott versus Matt. Oh, Lord. This God, is... just kill me on these two. <laughs> yeah, this, this is like is... the worst one. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. This is <laughs> this is not a great matchup. I even had to look up mine. I like mine a lot, well, so F you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Toronto-politan is vodka, cranberry juice, orange juice, and chambord. Um, I got this. This is from La Cellier. This is a post-marathon drink. This was a post-marathon drink, I yes. remember this one, actually. It was... And I'll, I'm going to pull a mat here. This was good, not great. Okay. Hey, that's why we do these topping it off. Yeah. They don't all have to be winners. Matt, what do you uh, have? Mine is the Limoncello Mule from Via Napoli. And uh, we've had other mules before, and the, the thing of mules is the um, ginger beer. But with this, instead of vodka, like a traditional Moscow mule, it is a limoncello, which is an Italian lemon-flavored liqueur. And it has the ginger beer, lime juice, and lemon and lime slices. And I thought it was delicious. And Catherine, you tried it, and you liked it. Yeah, I liked it, and which will segue to the fact that this was the one I chose. <laughs> I chose this as well. I have had a lemon chill mule elsewhere in Disney Springs. I I can't remember where it was. The other Italian restaurant over there by the boat. Oh, Portobello's. Yes, mm -hmm. Portobello uh, Italian. Yeah, it's not bad. defunct. Yeah, now defunct. defunct. But I picked lemon chill mule as well. Yeah, I went with the mule. The ingredients of the your drink, the Toronto Politan. Sounded good, but I'll go off of your recommendation. Well, they I mean, it wasn't bad. It just yeah. wasn't remarkable. In um, yeah, the mule. Uh, the mule. Five nothing. All right, wow. so now we've got Scott and Matt yet again. Scott, your picks are garbage. <laughs> well, Scott's got the higher one here, so Scott, why don't you talk about what you've got? <laughs> sure. Caribbean Mojito is from uh, the Tambu Lounge. This was one of the earlier drinks that I had there. And I, why, why are we laughing? Because this is the one I literally forgot yeah, existed. Yeah, I, like, uh, you could have been like, who picked that? And I would have been like, no one. This was not on our podcast. I, I don't, don't remember this. I don't know what makes this Caribbean because it's a mojito. <laughs> you know, it's it's got the muddled mint, well, the lime. Cuba, Cuba's in the Caribbean, so I guess, yeah. right? Is but, mojito a Cuban drink? I believe so. Really? Okay, I, I never thought I mean, I, about it. I don't know if it's... Mojito. I think there... It's a very... Like... Mojito. <laughs> I think it's very... 
they Fre- like them. refreshing. They like it. It is very refreshing. What do you mean they like it? <laughs> they like them. I don't no. know. They can't get enough of that mojito. Anyway. I want all these drinks you know right now. Literally, I'm going delirious. You know literally okay? one Cuban person. Is it Fidel? Go on. What is, what is your drink, Matt? Um, mine is the Bitter Storm um, signature drink from Napa Rose. Um, this drink I got um, at the recommendation of friend of the podcast, Skipper Kyle. And this freaking drink is so good. It's sweet and sour. Um, it's got bullet bourbon, Frenette Branca. There's cherry liqueur. There's pear flavored brandy. There's orgeat syrup. Um, and the awesome is on top is a grapefruit peel. And the trick is that you sip the drink with the grapefruit peel closest to your nose. So you can like actually like it. And it changes it, the flavor. It changes the flavor based on the grapefruit being close to your, mm. like what you're smelling. And it is incredible. It is, it is such an excellent drink. So Matt, where do you go with? Um, <laughs> That'll be the mojito, baby. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No, I'm going with the bitter storm. It's such a good drink. Scott, hey, you're really selling the uh, the bitter storm there. I mean, I think the thing about the mojito, it's basic. Yeah. So I'll go with the bitter storm. I don't even know what half of those ingredients were that you said, but bitter storm. <laughs> Did you not storm. try it last time you were there? No. Oh you you had. I think you guys had this um, the night before. You I get it there. literally or every time we go to Napa. You went in the spring or something. Yeah, I think that's we, the trip yeah. you had it. Yeah, that was our and, first trip we had it. And I've had it pretty much every t- every you have California had it, trip. You have had it every California trip since. Yes, I'm also going with the bitter storm. It's a great. Very classy drink. It's like an abracadabra drink. It's like a real trick. Oh my god, it's great. All right, so Illusion. we've got the Walsh versus Walsh. Maddie with the Schoffenhofer. Schoffenhofer. And Catherine with the Open Ocean with a splash. Uh, you want to talk about yours first, or I will talk about mine first. So okay. mine was the last. Topping it off, right? Yeah, I think the last yes. one we had. Yes, it was. Uh, it's from the uh, Lamplight Lounge, and it's Blue Carousel. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got raspberries. Um, it's frozen. It did not tear up my tongue. So, Matt, what's yours? Um, mine is the uh, Schofferhofer, which is a grapefruit Hefeweizen shandy. Mm-hmm. It's like... it. It's hints of grapefruit, but it is a wheat beer, but it also has like that lemon flavor. Like it's, it's not a full beer. Oh, that's what the shandy is. Right. 2.5%. It's very small percentage, but it's, it's, it's very good. Like it's, it's, it's excellent. And this is one of those, like, this was my, this is Catherine's most recent topping it off. And this was my first topping it off. First to the last. And I really love the Schoferhofer. It's it's one that I get often. When so I'm you're going top. for that one? Yes, I'm going for the Schoferhofer. Scott, what are you going for? I am also going for the Schoferhofer. Schoferhofer. Uh, it's always available. It's a big glass. It slows. This is a drink that can slow you down when you're drinking around the world and you need a break from... Yeah, slows your pace, not really slows you Right, down. right. I'm sorry, not slows you down, slows your pace. This, I feel like, is very iconic to Epcot. Yes. And, like, you talk to people that don't go frequently or, like, they were there a couple years ago and they always, like, reference the, oh, that grapefruit beer in, in Germany. <laughs> like, it just, it, it's very prevalent. So I went with the beer. Open ocean with a splash. I'm actually going for the beer. 
I'm voting against myself. I feel like you have this more frequently than not because it's not a very high alcohol beer. It's you know what? I'm gonna give this a knock though because I don't like how it's found everywhere now. Like I don't like how you can get this at Anaheim Produce. That ticks me off. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, it's special. I like that it's specially had in Germany, but yeah. you can find it in Hollywood Studios, which I think is annoying. So I liked it when it was exclusive, but. And it's I would so not extreme. describe this as a hint of grapefruit. I feel like this is a very strong grapefruit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so now we've got Scott versus Holly. Go ahead, Holly. Um, my drink was the Smoky Bones Chocolate Shake. This is found in Animal Kingdom over in Dino Land. I forget the name. I think Dino Bites? Yes. Dino Bites. Trilo Bites. Trilo Bites. I was close. Um, <laughs> it's chocolate ice cream. With cherry bourbon. Was it cherry bourbon? Well, it was a chocolate milkshake. Chocolate milkshake. Yeah, I'm sorry. With bourbon. Yep. And then whipped cream on the top. And then, mmm, delicious piece of bacon. Candied bacon. Candied Uh bacon, yeah. I thought it was good. I know everyone's like, looked at me kind of like, oh, that's so disgusting. It's hot. But it was really refreshing. Had great. It. I thought it was good. I thought it paired nice. I want to try it. It, it seems weird, but I really want to try it. Well, you may have an automatic ally in Matt for this one, because a zombie is light rum, dark rum, <laughs> coconut rum, spiced rum, 151 rum, orange and pineapple juices, and blue curacao. And it looks like a zombie. Yeah. This is from the now defunct... Um, Cove Bar out in wow. California. You almost forgot it, too. I did, too. Yeah, you're right. Um... But this was off of the sec- the quote-unquote secret menu. I don't know whether you can still get it or not. I would assume so, based on what we've heard, or no? Uh, it's hard uh, to say. Yeah, I don't hard know. To say. But to say. It, could be, it could be gone. But it's a heavy rum drink. Very strong. Very strong. And I, I would still pick... I'm going to go with the zombie as my pick. Holly? Smoky Bones. Okay. I'm going with the chocolate shake as well. I'm going with the zombie as strong as heck. Uh, for the reason Scott said, you know, I got to go with the smoky bones. I, I know, I understand, Matt. You you are not a rum. rum that was fan. Cl- it, that in my mind that was close too because that's I do like rum, but I feel I like, like the rum shake. Too. Was, I, sh- I felt like the shake was. That's unique. a lot of rum. Shake it up. All right, so now Rob versus Matt. All right, so I have the Kungaloosh Dark Ale. Which is found at Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom. Um, this used to be, that used to be literally the only place on property you could find it. Um, it is now available at the, and I always forget the name of it, but the bar outside of the newest bar outside of Expedition Everest by the Fast Pass entrance to River Rapid Roaster. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so this is a dark, um, a dark ale, uh, trying, what word am I looking for? It, like an amber, an, yeah. an amber yeah, ale. Um, and I typically don't go for those kinds of beers, but this, I really like this. I, even when it's really hot, it's still pretty refreshing. So that's what the Kungaloosh is. Matt, what do you got? Oh, the Golden Road Hefeweizen and um, Golden. We, this is like the third Golden Road beer that we've had on this second, list. Second, second. Um, it's just Golden Road. They're a brewery out of Southern California, and um, it's a good quality Hefeweizen. It's a it's a good wheat beer, and it's delicious. Uh, and 
I, I remember not being crazy about the Kungaloosh. It's a spiced amber or red ale. And Whoa, Matt's doing a smear campaign against Rob. All of these, we've <laughs> only been talking about our own, but Matt's just going to take Rob could I, down. Can I take down the Hefeweizen? Sure. Yeah, sure. You could put 20 Hefeweizens in front of me, and I'm not going to... Uh, they're all the same. I yeah, must I say, care. Rob has said a, an interesting thing about Hefeweizens that has kind of changed my perspective <laughs> no. on Hefeweizens, which is that they taste like bubble gum, yes, I believe is I, what I, you said. Yes. And it... it if you think about it, they kind of do, and it's a little weird. And I used to be a huge, huge fan of wheat beers, and I, I almost can't unless they're like flavored with like if it's a fruit flavor or something, I'll, it'll be fine. It masks that, but like a straight Hefeweizen, not a big fan. Of it. Well, I'd rather have a, I'd rather chew bubble gum than have a bottle full of garbage. So I'm going oh with the Golden God. Road Hefeweizen. The good thing is, it's not bottled, so. I'm going with the Golden Road Hefeweizen. All right, I assume you're going with the... Uh, I am going the with Kung the Kungaloosh. Yes. Holly, what do you have? Kungaloosh. I'll go with the Hefeweizen. Ooh, it's down to me. I'm a wheat beer girl. Ah, uh, this is tough. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be the deciding vote on this. Mm. I'm going to go with the Kungaloosh, despite the fact that I had the Golden Road Hefeweizen on my sheet. You're a garbage Yeesh. person. <laughs> Flip-flopper. I know, well... <laughs> wow. Next up, it's me versus Holly. I have the Celery Yellow Cooler, and she has the California Sunset. I'll describe mine first. Mine is a Sprite-based beverage from the Coca-Cola Lounge with, uh, I believe it was celery liqueur. Bitters. Celery bitters, excuse yeah. me. And it had a celery stick in it, if you can imagine. <laughs> oh, I <Wow>. can. <laughs> My imagination is running wild. All right, Holly, what right. you got? I got the California Sunset. This is found at Baseline Tap House at uh, Hollywood Studios. It has absolute berry, acai, vodka, southern comfort, orange juice, and sweet and sour with a float of pomegranate juice. And I love this. It is a great drink. Really delish. So, Holly, are you picking that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, Scott? Oh, I, I like the description of the California Sunset. <laughs> It's better than celery. <laughs> yeah, you're you're probably right. I'm gonna go with the California sunset. Anybody have sunset. a celery? No, I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I saw the word celery. I wasn't picking it. All right, California sunset takes it. Yeah, I like celery like in my tuna salad. I, I mean, I will say this: it, it's not as bad as it sounds. It's actually a very good drink, but. I liked the way Holly sounded. Well, Scott, you have a chance for redemption here because mm-hmm. you and Holly are squaring off again. Oh, boy. Right. What do you have, Holly? Go ahead. My drink was the Seashore Sweets. This is found at Abracadabra Bar at Disney's Boardwalk Resort. Um, in the Seashore Suite, it's a cotton candy creation with lemonade and blue cotton candy. You can get alcoholic and non-alcoholic. You can choose either or. And I believe I got, I think I got vodka in mine. I think did too. Very, very sweet. Yes. Super duper sweet. So. And at the time, they were giving you the cotton candy, like the actual candy, mm-hmm. um, to dissolve in. Sorry. To dissolve <laughs> in the. Um, drink. In the drink. I don't know if they're doing that anymore because. Yeah, I don't know. Where, where was this located? Abercrombie. Abercrombie. Okay. All right. And I have the Yak Attack, which is from the Yak and, Re- Yak and Yeti restaurant. 
And this is a swirl of mango and wildberry daiquiri. Mm. Ooh, that actually sounds that good. That sounds banging. It was I don't amazing. Topped with cherries, if that makes any difference. Oh, that's I think you had this when you went with your parents. It for was, the, yeah. Uh, marathon? The Star Wars half marathon yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah, I went. This was the first time I had been to Yak and Yeti and. Man, this was... It's a large glass, too. I mean, because you're in a restaurant, I think they mm-hmm. usually give you a larger beverage. It was a substantial drink. We went there on our last trip, and the drinks are definitely pretty big. And they're not... I mean, they're still in that $11, $12 range, so... This was $10. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm taking sorry, I'm taking Yak Attack, but go I ahead. went with the Yak Attack because I had this on my last trip and it was delicious. So Yak Attack is my choice. I wrote down Seashore Sweet, um, but I'm changing it to Yak Attack. Well, not that it matters, but I'm saying the Seashore Sweet. I really like that drink. In the immortal words of Gordon Bombay from D2, <laughs> the Yak Attack is back, Jack. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm going with the Yak Attack. I haven't had either of these, but oh my god, when I was reading the description of the Yak Attack, I was like, I need this in my life. It was really good. It's worth it. It's worth a try. You're worth it. Because you're worth it. We could actually go in there. They have a bar you could sit at. So if we just want to just get drinks. Let's go right now. All right, right. see you. Bye. See you later. I'm off for the next five days. Me too. How are you guys off? I just took off. It's Labor Day. I'm Congrats. I'm working from home. I have training, but I could do the training anywhere. I could do it at the Yak and Yeti. <laughs> okay, wow. next up we have yeah. Catherine versus Catherine. All right, oh, Catherine well. versus Catherine. We've got the Melrose Place versus Wine Slushies from Amaret's Patisserie. Um, questionable whether this is called the Melrose or the Melrose Place. I found both. It's from the Old Cove Bar. I don't think it exists anymore. It's... Uh, Strawberry puree, rose regal, which is a type of red wine, um, and it's garnished with a lemon and a strawberry. Um, and I have to plug this drink is a great morning drink. It's like up there with like a mimosa in my mm. mind. It's mm. wine, um, it's strawberry, so it's a little bit sweet. Um, it's really good, but you definitely have that red wine taste. Um, the wine slushy uh, is from Amaret's Patisserie. You can get it uh, with Shiraz, or you can get it with Moscato. You can get it with Shiraz and Moscato. Um, this kind of has the same effect on me that the the Moonshine has. It like really hits me in the gut, even though they're both like wine based drinks. Um, but I do like to walk around with them. But the wine slushies are not ideal pre-meal. I'd say they're better post-meal. Oh. Better for a dessert. Um, and with that being said, I'm going to pick the Melrose Place. Matt, what do you have? Uh, I'm going to go with the wine slushies. I like those. I said the Melrose Place. Uh, neither of these interest me, but wine slushies. I went with wine slushies. All right. Wines has it. Wine, Wines have it. The wines have it. So we've got two more face-offs, Matt and Rob, and Matt and Rob. Coming for you, bro. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Your first batch up. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, mine is the Annapurna Zing from the Nomad Lounge. Um, this one, um, I know that the main uh, the main draw of the Nomad Lounge drink menu is the Jen's Tattoo, but if there were, were to be a close second for me, it would be the Annapurna Zing. And it is Bombay Sapphire Gin, passion fruit puree, mint, simple syrup, and lime juice topped with ginger beer and a glowing lotus flower. This freaking drink is 
awesome. Like it is so delicious and the passion fruit and the ginger and lime, it makes it, it it's like just the right amount of, of fruitiness. It's, it's excellent. Like I can't recommend this drink enough. All right. I can't recommend mine enough as well. Cool. The Burnt Orange from Todd English's Blue Zoo in the uh, Dolphin Hotel. So this is Blanco, infu- uh, Blanco tequila infused with brulee orange, muddled with agave nectar, Grand Marnier, and orange juice, topped with the flaming orange. This thing, it, it's a show. They bring it to you. It's, it's flaming. It's What they do is they take a big orange wedge, uh, coat it in, like, uh, hard can- uh, hard sugar, uh, and then they set it on fire, and it like caramelizes on the orange. It's incredible. The drink is incredible. I love this drink, burnt orange. Ooh. So I'm obviously voting burnt orange, and it sounds like Matt's Matt, going. Are you going for your own? Absolutely, I'm going for the Annapurna Zing. Holly, what do you have? Burnt orange. Catherine, I'm also doing the burnt orange. I'm not a gin person. You guys suck. I said Annapurna Zing for what it's worth. Thanks, buddy. All right. And the last one we've got, uh, is this the Hangar 24? You're dang right. All right. Versus the local. Why don't you go first, uh, Rob? You, sure. Uh, I so I have I have the local, which is from Homecoming. Uh, and this is Rum Haven Coconut Water Rum Lime Simple Syrup and Fresh Pineapple. Um, pretty simple. Not a lot of ingredients there. Um, it, it, this is a, it's only $11, I just noticed. Um, and they serve it to you with a, a, a piece of pineapple sprinkled with uh, shaved coconut. So that adds like a nice little garnish to it. Um, I really like this drink, as, as most of them from Homecoming are really good. So that is what the local is. Um, the Hangar 24 Orange Wheat. Hangar 24 is a uh, brewery out of Redlands, California. Um, and it is it is a American wheat ale that's brewed with local Southern California oranges. And it's, it's delicious. It is. I know that you guys are like, oh, a wheat beer is a wheat beer is a wheat beer. And and to an extent, I agree with you, but this is a really good one. If I can lend a little bit of credence to Matt's argument, this is one that you genuinely like picked because you liked it, not because you were like at the end of your rope. <laughs> yeah, and I would say like more than eighty percent of those I did. But well, no, but I know, but the, the, with, especially with the beers, I think is where you fall back sometimes on ones that you're not yeah not crazy about. Love. But this one, but this one, I remember you love. Yeah, I, I get this all the time. If I'm like overwhelmed at a menu and I'm like I don't know what to get, I'll just get the Hanger Twenty Four. I'll just get the orange wheat because it's a good just. I know I'm gonna like it. All right, are you each going with your own? We are. Matt is. I am. Um, I I wrote down originally the local, but I'm going with the the orange, the Hangar Twenty Four. Oh. Um, just as much as like Cronenberg Blanc is synonymous with Disney World and being in Epcot, I feel like this is synonymous with being at the Disneyland Resort. Um, I you know like it just brings good memories. So. I'm going to change it and go with uh, the beer. I said the orange wheat ale as well. Holly? Orange wheat ale. I love the Hangar 24. It's Make it universal. Favorites. All right, that brings us to the end of the first round. And 
The next rounds should be a little bit quicker because we aren't going to spend as much time yeah. describing the drinks, but we'll take a short time out here and go through the rest of it and come back. Yep. That's good. All right. Hello, everyone. So we're on to our next round. So let's go get started. In our first round, we've got the Mezcal Margarita against the Blue Hooch. Matt, since you're right next to me, we're starting. What do you say? Coffee Mezcal. It's one of my favorites. R.I.P. Same here. Coffee Mezcal. Blue Hooch. Blue Hooch. Blue Hooch. Dang. Boom. Triple Hooched. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for our next round, we've got the uh, Kona Golden Ale. Versus the Sake Mist. Scott, why don't you go first? All right. I said the Sake Mist. Kona Golden Ale. Kona Golden Ale. Sake Mist. And I went with the Kona Golden Ale. Oh, wow. Exciting. I'm getting crushed here. (laughs) Yep. You're a garbage person. (laughs) We all knew that. We've got the Mickey's Fun Wheel versus the Earthquake. Fun Wheel. Fun Wheel. Fun Wheel. Fun Wheel. Fun Wheel. We've got the Raspberry Sake Sangria, which, not to be confused with the Sake Sangria from Morimoto, this is the Kimonos one, versus the Wild one. You're up. Oh. Raspberry so- uh, Sake Sangria. Raspberry Sake Sangria. Oh, you know what shows the wild one. I said the Sake Sangria. <laughs> sake Sangria. That oh, was a hard one for raspberry. me. Well, fun, guys. All right. Next up. Catherine first. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me introduce them and then you can okay. pick yours. Cronenberg Blanc versus the Tiki 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 Rum. Blanc till I die. Blanc all day, air day. I'm going to get thrown off the podcast. Tiki 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 Rum. You're a dumb person. <laughs> Cronenberg. Crony Blanc. You're going to get thrown out of my house. You're not going to be able to finish the rest of this podcast. I'm going to do it without you. All right, next we've got the Rumshine Punch versus the Pineapple Mule. Matt? Uh, Pineapple Mule. I said the Rumshine Punch. Pineapple Mule. Rumshine Punch. Uh, Rumshine Punch. Ooh. I'm not crazy about either of these. It should be said. <laughs> well, good for you. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> next we've got the Watermelon Smash from Splitsville versus the Green Flash Passion Fruit Beer from Baseline Tap House. Scott. I said the Watermelon Smash. Watermelon Smash. Green Flash Passion Fruit. Green Flash Passion Fruit. Green Flash oh, Passion all. Fruit, baby. So good. Excellent. All right. Doesn't exist. Now we've got the nope. Leapin' Lizard versus the Mango Cart. Rob. Uh, I went Mango Cart. Mango cart. Mango cart. Mango cart. Mango cart for the win. Yeah. All right, a sweet. On to our next. Division. S- division. We've got the uh, Grand Marnier Orange Slush versus the Moara Margarita. Orange slush. Orange slush. I don't I don't mess with slushes. Moara Margarita. Mar- orange slush. The margarita is a slush. <laughs> yeah, but the orange, I don't. Mm. Okay. Rob Not Luigi. my thing. Uh, orange slush. Okay. Really easy. I knew that was All right. Thing. So we've got the Takiti Punch versus the Cherry Coke Ripper. Matt. Or I know. I Catherine. Catherine. All right. You. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to go with my Cherry Coke Ripper here. Cherry Coke Ripper. Cherry Coke Ripper. Cherry Coke Ripper. Cherry Coke Ripper. Hey. Okay. 
This is the toughest mashup in Ugh. all the all the land so far. This tore my heart out. You got the Saki Sangria from Moribodo and the Jens Tattoo from the Nomad Lounge. Is it to me? It is to I you deliberated first. on this for a grand total of like half a second, then I went with the Jens Tattoo, which is the infinitely better drink. I also said the Jens Tattoo. It's not infinitely better, but I went with the Jens Tattoo. Jens Tattoo. Jens Tattoo. Wow, oh. universal. Alright. Then we have the Limoncello Mule versus the Bitter Storm. Two mats up against each other. Mm. And I guess this one's to me. I said the Limoncello Mule. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I went with the Bitter Storm. I went with the Bitter Storm. Bitter Storm. Bitter Storm. It's incredible. Well, you pick both of me, little bummy. I know. Okay. I picked this one, too. <laughs> Got the Schoffenhofer Grapefruit from Germany against the Smoky Bones Chocolate Shake from, and I'm blanking on the name again. Trilobites. Trilobites. This is Schoffenhofer. Smoky Bones Milkshake. Schoffenhofer. Schoffenhofer. And Grapefruit for me as well. All right, Schoffenhofer. Then we have the Kungaloosh Dark Ale versus the California Sunset. Is this me? No, it's Holly. Uh, it's Holly, yeah. Cali Sunset. Cali Sunset. Yeah, as I said before, I don't like the Kungaloosh. Cali Sunset. I actually went to California Sunset on this one as well. Likewise. Did you? Oh, yeah. This is this top the uh... five spot. Okay. We've got the Yak Attack from Yak and Yeti or the Wine Slushies from Emirates Patisserie. Uh, Holly. Okay. Catherine, Catherine. Sorry, sorry, to Catherine. Uh, I'll do I'll do the yak attack. Yeah, I gotta go with the yak attack. Yak attack is back. Yak attack. Yak attack. St- stronger contender than I expected. It's there's a few <laughs> out really here good. That, I that I would. I'm and then for the last one in this round, we have the Annapurna Zing. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I freaking <laughs> wish. I I marked that one wrong on my sheet. I, I said the okay, burnt orange versus the orange wheat ale, and this is to Matt. Um, I'm going with the hanger twenty four orange wheat ale. I also say hanger twenty four orange wheat ale, burnt orange, burnt orange hanger twenty four. Yeah. All right, that brings us to the end of round two. All right, and if we're ready, we can just merrily roll along. Yeah, yeah we can do that. That's fine. Okay, so we've got uh, we've got the blue hooch versus the Kona Golden Ale. So, is it me? Me? It could be you. Yeah, go for Have it. At it. Whatever. Blue hooch. Um, I'm going to pick the Kona Golden Ale. I will say the blue hooch. I will say the golden ale. Golden ale. Oh, oh Kona. I'm starting to get a shining to Kona. Um, so we've got the Mickey's Fun Wheel versus the Raspberry Sake Sangria. This is when it's getting hard. Who's, who's it's to you, Matt? Uh, the Fun Wheel. It's iconic. I agree. The Fun Wheel. Uh, sake Sangria. I just like the drink. Raspberry Sake Sangria. Fun Wheel. Ooh. I actually like the Fun Wheel. Like I actually think it's delicious outside of the novelty. We've got the Cronenberg Blanc versus Rumshine Punch. I will say Cronenberg Blanc in this matchup. Cronenberg Blanc. Rumshine Punch. Wow. Matt, what do you say? Cronenberg Blanc. Just making sure. Oh, I didn't hear you. I said Cronenberg Blanc. Uh 
Man, this is like the ultimate beer. This one's really hard. Beer versus for me. Beer. Beer, a beer, versus... a beer that doesn't exist anymore, but was so good, and a beer that we just discovered fairly recently, and That's is so and is good. <laughs> good, and you can still get it. All right. The Green Flash Passion Fruit versus the uh, Mango Cart. Is it to me? I don't know. Rob, why don't you just do it? Um, <laughs> mango Cart. Mango Cart. Mango Cart. Oh, guys. Green Flash. Is that the Kango Mart? I went with the Green Flash. I'd say Mango Cart. Oh, wait. I'm an idiot. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> well. Well, well, I mean, let's not jump to conclusions here. So, Cart 1. Sad. All right. Where are we at next here? The Orange Slush versus the Cherry Coke... The, the Grand Marnier Orange Slush from Epcot versus the um, Coca-Cola Lounge at Disney Springs Cherry Coke Ripa. Holly, what do you have? Orange Slush. Catherine. Cherry Coke Ripper. I gotta go with the Cherry Coke Ripper. I have to go with the Orange Slush. Orange Slush. Oh my goodness. That one's tough. That one... 3-2 makes sense. All right, we've got the Jen's Tattoo versus the Bitter Storm. Oh, God, that's so hard. I gotta go with Jen. That is so hard. <laughs> this is like the first one that I had, uh, I'm having a hard time with. <sighs> God, I love both of these drinks, and they're so vastly different. Um, I'm gonna go with <sighs> the Bitter Storm. Jen's tattoo for me. Jen's tattoo. Jen's tattoo. Sorry, Matt. I guess it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> Life is meaningless. Okay, we've got the Schoffenhofer grapefruit versus the California sunset now. Catherine. No. Me? Matt. <laughs> Whatever. This I think this one is going far based on the fact that this is a very like the this bottom right uh division is kind of uh Weak? Yeah, it's it's a little squishy. I'm going with uh, the Schoferhofer, though. I also said the grapefruit. Going with the California Sunset. Cali Sunset. Uh, the Schoferhofer. Okay. And then we have the Yak Attack versus the Hangar 24 Orange Wheat Ale. God, yeah, this God, this God. is to me. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm going to go with the Yak Attack. It's a good drink. Uh, uh, um... Uh, I'm gonna go with the Hangar 24. Yak Attack. Hangar 24. Oh, crap. <laughs> so, Scott's is the Yak Attack, and mine is the Hangar 24, but I have to not think about it like me versus no, you. No, you can think and, about it. Well, yeah, you I want to think about, about it on its own merits, and I've never had the Yak Attack. I just really like the way it sounds. I'm gonna go with the Yak Attack. <laughs> oh, Wait, so what one? The, the Akatak. Yeah, I was the deciding. Really? That's why I was... After this existential crisis. Alright, so we're down to the Elite Eight. So why don't we just um, really quickly... Um, keep going. Yeah, I got mine. Really quickly. Yeah, keep yeah going. really quickly. No, I was going to say, why don't we summarize and who... Alright, well, no, why don't we say just, whose drinks they are as we're going We can through. do that. Okay. So we've got the um, Kona Golden Ale, which is Rob's pick versus the Mickey's Fun Wheel, which was Catherine's pick. And so, we'll start with me. We can start with me. Yeah. I'll say the fun wheel of those two. I'm going golden ale. I know I'm gonna lose one. I'm gonna go fun wheel. Fun wheel. Gotta go with the fun wheel. Okay. 
We've got the Cronenberg Blanc, which is a Catherine pick, versus the Mango Cart, which is a Catherine pick as well. Rob, what do you have? Uh, Cronenberg. Crony. Cronenberg. Oh my god, could they all be Catherine's picks? In the, no. Uh, Did you say Cronenberg as well? Yeah. I'm going to go with Mango Cart, but... Doesn't matter. Well, see you later. <laughs> All right, so now we have the um, Grand Marnier Orange Slush, which was Holly, versus the Jens Tattoo, which was Holly. God, sorry. I'm going to go with the Jens. I also will have to go with the Jens. Me too. It's so good. Jens Tattoo for me. Jens Tattoo. Okay. Ugh, this bottom bracket just makes me so depressed. I know, it's just <laughs> not good. If one of good. these makes it to the end, <laughs> I will just die. Because I don't even like the show from Hoffer. I pick it's it okay. every time. Yeah, me too, I and I'm not even like crazy it. about it. The Schofer Hoffer, which is my pick, versus Scott's pick with the Yak Attack. Um, if you want me to start, I'm going to go ahead. with the Yak Attack. I will say the Yak Attack. Rob is just dying. pushing the yak attack through without ever having tried it. How many times are we going to Disney World? He has never. It sounds really good. Well, we've been to Disney since Scott's picked this and you never even were like, oh, I want to try this. I never, I wasn't paying attention when he was describing oh, this, that, that podcast. Like, just yeah, you you know, we may have to go back and there. amend this episode if Matt doesn't like the yak attack once he has it. Oh, true. Yeah, I'll have to I, amend it. I'm going yak attack. Yak attack? I went yak attack as I tried it and okay. I loved it so Catherine my vote doesn't matter so I will abstain okay <laughs> alright final four okay and this and okay can we do the crappy bracket first because we know how it's going to end up oh yeah let's do the gents tattoo versus the yak lord attack. help us all and I have I'll four. start Jen's tattoo better be this friggin' yak attack where you keep Jen's. I'm going with Jen's tattoo. I will say Jen's tattoo. <laughs> Jen's tattoo. Jen's okay. Tattoo. And now we have a real, a real toughie. Real this dilemma? is like really, really hard here. We have the Mickey's Fun Wheel, which um, is Catherine's pick, versus Cronenberg Blanc, which is Catherine's pick. And the Mickey's Fun Wheel, which you can still get was first featured at our beloved Cove Bar, now at the um, new Pixar Pier Lamplight Lounge. It's not as good anymore, but it's iconic. It's iconic to Disney's California Adventure. And then you have the Cronenberg Blanc, which is a beer that you can get. It is made in France. You can get it at Epcot, notably at the Food and Wine Festival. And we all love this beer. Like, this beer is a friend of the podcast. (laughs) So... I'm going to... You gonna kick us off? I'm gonna go to Holly. No, oh. don't kick. No. Sorry. Do you want me to start? Yeah, man. Yeah, go ahead. Go All ahead. right. Go ahead, Holly. <sighs> Crony Blanc. Wow. Catherine. Oh, my I God. Know. This is like choosing a child. Like, I keep going back Sophie's and forth. Choice. That it's like, you know, like, I can't get the Cronenberg Blanc everywhere, but, like, the Mickey's Fun Wheel is so... You can only Iconic. get the crony blog twice a year. Yeah. But I... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be happy no matter which. I'm, because both of them are well-deserving of this spot. This okay. is, there's no yak in this brack. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you were setting that, setting that joke yeah. up. Damn, I'm going to go 
just because I think it's more uniquely Disney, I'm gonna go for the fun wheel. Cause it's just, it's Mickey. It's a Mickey drink. All started got, with the Mickey fun wheel. What you got, Matt? Now he's got to choose his child, too. What if it's a different child? Kath. I'm sad to say we have a different child. I'm, I'm going with the Cronenberg Blanc. This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is... Not, I don't think this is as challenging for me as it is for you guys. I'm going to say the fun wheel. It, and likewise, this isn't even close to me. Cronenberg Blanc. Oh, three to two for Cronenberg Blanc. Okay. Rooney. I like your reasoning, Catherine. I do, but from a straight, just what I want to drink more, Cronenberg Blanc. Sure. And as opposed to our some of our other brackets, where we look at the final two, and I'm like, how did this happen? This, I think this that is these not are two. Surprising. I think these are two drinks that all five of us could really get behind. Yeah. I think we like like a lot of these are divisive drinks, but these two are incredible. The Jen's Tattoo, featured at the Nomad Lounge, this was Holly's pick, versus the Cronenberg Blanc from Catherine. And we're going to go to Scott. The Jen's Tattoo. Who picks the Yak Attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yak Attack for the win! No. Yak Attack is back. With the, the chair. No, the Jen's Tattoo, the hibiscus flower on top. This is this drink is Animal Kingdom in a glass, and I am picking that for for mine. This, this is this is choosing a child to live and when to <laughs> die. Um, oh boy, I love beer. I do love beer. <laughs> beer is so delicious. Beer is life. Jen's tattoo is so good, though. And it's it's unique. Like, you're not finding that drink at your local establishment. Um, oh, Today, Jim. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> and it's like two of my favorite places on property. Yeah, Do you know like, what you're picking, Holly? Uh, I'm, oh, go- yeah. I'm, going, I'm going Cronenberg Blanc. Jen's tattoo for me. It's a no-brainer. Okay, two to one so far. All right, I'm gonna make this hard for Matt. <laughs> oh dear, that's always nerve-wracking. I'm gonna go with Cronenberg Blanc. It's just something I I I'm thinking of where I would want to go right that's, now. That's what it came and down to. I would be in France right drinking Cronenberg Blanc. Yep. And it is Animal Kingdom in a cup. I don't like Animal Kingdom. Sure. <laughs> Cronenberg Blanc. <laughs> See, Jen's my t- go-to drink. Fair enough. I understand. Yeah. I- this is why. All right, Maddie. Before I make my choice, I want to talk a bit about the trajectory of the Jen's tattoo. When we were um, when we were doing our podcast before Pandora World at World of Avatar had opened, and the menus had been announced, we were looking at these drinks and food choices, and we were like, "Jen's tattoo, what a trashy name! Like, what a like!" And we almost ordered it the first time as a joke, like, "Oh, we got to get this stupid Jen's tattoo." And I didn't get it because I was like, what a joke. And then I tried, I want to say Holly's, and I was like, oh my god, that's incredible. And it's vodka-based, and the hibiscus flower, and then there's Cronenberg Blanc. 
which I never had until the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, and it's excellent. I will get it every time I'm there, and I get, I get two at a time, and I double fist them. With that being said, my choice and the winner <laughs> of the first ever topping it off WDW Happy Hour bracket is Jen's tattoo. Oh! This coming from the man. I, I have a few qualms about these picks. And I have not... A Jen's tattoo is truly probably my number two drink on this list. Yeah. But if we're in the Nomad Lounge... Rob and Matthew are not getting the Jen's tattoo. Neither of you are getting it. Don't bullcrap me. You get the convolution. You're getting the air you're just telling us how the Annapurna Zing was the greatest drink. You're not even ordering the Jed's tattoo, but that's fair. I understand. But just so you listeners know, if you ever see us in the Nomad Lounge, it's Holly and Catherine who have the Jed's tattoos, and not these two jokesters. I picked. I, I know, I know you did, but I don't. Matt's logic doesn't make sense to me. That's fine. It's delicious. It, it, you, you're dang right about that. The Jed's tattoo is oh phenomenal. God. It's so good. Matt, scoreboard. It's so which one are your drinks? Oh, okay, right, none of them did. That's fine. Yeah, you Moretti Blonde. <laughs> right. Basically, we had to re-record Man, the podcast. Guys. So whose drinks were the number two? Uh, 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 I had I had two, two in the in the, the elite five. eight. Kernine. I mean, aside from the yak attack, I really suffered hard in this bracket. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought? That the, the Dark Horse Yak Attack would have gone as far. That bracket was pretty brutal. It was bad. We had celery in the mix. I'll tell you. I, <laughs> I'm really upset the Annapurna Zing lost I think first the Annapurna Zing should have made it further along, but that's just my... I don't like Jen. Scotch missed out in the first round. Scotch oh, missed could have won that, won that bracket. Yeah, if it wasn't for the crony. All right, so everybody pick your favorite of oh, your yes. picks. Favorite of, of all right. And I'm, I'm thinking Holly's is probably the Jen's tattoo. I'm gonna start then. Um, Take me last. Coffee mezcal. I mean, oh. if if anyone knows anyone from Cava de Tequila, bring this drink back. That's my we'll start twittering them. Yeah, yeah. A, that's a good idea. <laughs> I know. I, I know it's tweeting them. I know. Tweeting. I was joking. That is my top choice, though. Um. This one will probably surprise you, but based on how I described it and try to sell you on it, um, I'll go with the burnt orange. Okay. From Blue Zoo. I did feel a lot of love for that from you. Love it. it it's so unique. It's, it's good. I, I, tequila and orange together. Ooh. Hmm. Holly, so what you got? Jen's tattoo. <laughs> um, surprising, I'm not going to pick either of the top two that were in my mix. Um, I'm picking one that didn't make it past the first round that I really am sad that you all live this life, that you'll never get to experience it. Can I see if I, can I see if I Oh, I know. You'll know it. A hundred percent. I know you'll know it. Um. The Moar Margarita. (laughs) (laughs) The Limoncello? Yes. It was so good. Wow. Oh my God. That was the best. I think. Given the chance, and if that had been in an establishment like the Nomad Lounge, that would be up against the Gen Do you know the ingredients? Bracket. Can we try and make it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. No. No? No. I know. Sad. Very sad. 
Okay. Matt, are we interrupting your group text for you I'm to sorry. be recording on this <laughs> he podcast? He was just looking up the ingredients of the Brady Blonde <laughs> yeah, so you right. can describe it as Sorry, I wasn't favorite. listening. <laughs> I was. Um, my choice is the Bitter Storm. I, yeah. I love that drink. Kudos again to Skipper Kyle for introducing me to that. Where it's, was that located? That's at Napa Rose. Napa Rose. And you can get that on the bar side. You don't have to sit down. All right. All right, everyone. Well, we hope you enjoyed our long bracket. Um, Yes. Um, So does anyone have any last call items? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I do. If you stuck it out this long, we should have probably (laughs) said this at the top of the the beginning. And maybe I will put this at the top of the podcast just because, like, at the end of two hours, this is really important. Catherine wrote a book, guys. Our very own Catherine wrote a book, and it is called Adulting in Disney, and my goodness, um, the subtitle of the book, Catherine? Oh, jeez. An adult's guide to eating, drinking, and playing playing in Walt Disney World. World. Yeah. And it is available on Amazon. This was a long time coming. Catherine did a lot of work on this, and I have read it, and it is excellent. And um, I have also read it. You read the whole thing? Yeah. It's a. It, would you say it's a good read? I enjoyed it immensely. I think the the uh, Amazon um, recommendation that I made speaks to the way I thought it, it can be read two ways. You can either read it straight through and you get the kind of story behind it, or you can use it as a reference and just go to the parts that you need for whenever you're down there. So I thought it was great. Yeah. I love anything, it. You have anything to say about it? Are we, are we maybe going to do a, in the near future, maybe do a giveaway? I, I think that Catherine, would be possible. Catherine, you give away some uh, signed copies of the book oh, for our listeners. Man, oh, man, you guys, yeah. Yes, that, that, is a, that is a possibility. But yeah, guys, if you if you are into the podcast, I can't recommend the book enough. It's funny, it's charming, and it's, it's great. Currently five stars on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And number 61 of uh, theme park really. It was books. up to like 15 or 13 maybe. Yeah, it was really high. You were like right up there with the burn bounds. <laughs> Man. Yeah, you were up. Rick in, Steve? You were up there with Rick Steves. You were at top 20 of books about theme parks wow. last week. Jeez, guys. You know how to make a girl feel special. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, it is. I appreciate it. A lot of people who listen to this podcast have reached out. I True. I mean, do like, us a favor. Ridiculous. Retweet a picture of it. Something yeah, like that. Give her some yeah. love. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much. That's mine. All right. Yeah, you should put something at the beginning about that. I will. All right. Well, everybody. Cheers. 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 Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.